0: Hi, and welcome to NWR Newscast, episode twenty-seven. I am your host, Neil Ronaghan, and with me, as always, is the rest of the gang, including Andy, who's back from Washington, where he saw football play. Yes, in I did. Form. That was and, awesome. Uh, and we got Nathan, who uh, is in California, Ooh, where apparently it's very, very hot.
1: It, it is, and I've also been bumped hot. up one on the introduction list. Take that, side. yeah,
0: yeah. And, well, that's because Zach. Um, is on the rightmost of the Skype screen, so uh. I've just been going through that. <laughs> Sorry, Zach, I think it's alphabetical, no, so cool. you're kind of fucked.
1: No, that's uh, harsh. and
0: that you're just hearing Zachary Miller, uh, the man with the plan from Alaska. Mm. So uh, let's just dive right into the shit because we got a bunch of news. Because uh, over, over in Japan at about one um, o'clock in the morning Eastern Time, there was a press conference. Um, that was all about the 3DS and other Nintendo stuff. Basically, I guess, Japan's version of E3 this year. Oh, see, I thought the, the, it was about the PSP2.
2: Yeah, oh. well, I mean,
0: that, that, that was the big rumor. But <laughs> let's just uh, let's dive right into it. 3DS is not coming out this year anywhere. Um, it is coming out on February 26, 2011 in Japan for 25,000 yen, which is about $300. But don't all of you worry about the system being $300 in North America, because there was another system that came out in North America that was also priced at 25,000 yen, and yes, it's been four years since the Wii came out, but the Wii was originally listed for 25,000 yen in Japan, and it came out at 250 in North America. So I'd say it's not really necessarily like 100% accurate, but I think it's going to be 250. What do you What do you guys say?
3: Yeah, I think 250 is a likely price. I do think it's probably a... It's a bit much. Like that's awfully pricey for a yeah. handheld. I think. I agree. I mean, the PSP's done it for a while, but but and yeah. The PSP. I, just, but, I mean, PSP I, I has think is
2: not exactly sold gangbusters either. Yeah.
0: Well, if you guys think about this though, like how much was the DSI and the DSI XL when they came out? DSI was 170, and the XL was 180, 190.
3: Okay, yeah, the answer right? of that question is but also too, too They expensive. were also, yeah. Right. Yeah, but they
0: still they still sold a oh, shit yeah. ton. And I don't, the 3DS, 3DS has even more going for it than the XL and the DSI. I don't I don't I
3: don't doubt it'll sell well at all. I just think it's a little too I I I personally
0: nice. think we might see a price drop on the 3DS a little quicker. I mean, depending on how sales go, for all we know, like it won't matter to people and it's just going to sell shit tons, which yeah. is probably going to be the case early on, but we'll see how long that lasts. But that, that is a debate for when the system's actually out in North America and Europe, which should be happening in March 2011. That was pretty much confirmed at this event. They didn't give specific dates. But um, if, like, past history is any... Um, guide? Is any uh, guide? Yeah, that's the in- word.
3: In- Indication. Then
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, first half of March we see it come out in North America. Because, I mean, generally... With the exception of like you know how the DSi XL and how the 3DS was rumored to be out in November, if they're gonna come out at around at the same time, it's always like within a week or two of each other. Like once again with the Wii, it came out in late November in North America and then came out in early December everywhere else. Yeah, so they're gonna have to I have
2: push a feeling demo like units really hard to get people excited about a 250 dollars system.
0: I don't think they're going to have to do that much, other than be like, "Guys, it's in three day, Did you like Avatar? Because you'll like this." But you can't see uh, it's it. It's going to be important. People are going to have to
2: see in. Best yeah, there's
0: going to there will be demo units out there, no doubt. They have to, or else then the system, because the system can't just survive on hype. Yeah, I almost kind of is, feel
3: like I almost kind of feel like the fact that it's the new DS carries as much weight as the fact that it's 3D. Yeah, I think the DS well, I think like, it's just arguably like arguably the most successful game system of the past. And even if you just look years.
0: at the graphics of the system not in 3D, it's beautiful.
3: Yeah, I, but the DSI sold
2: worse than the DS Lite and the DS XL sold worse than the DSI. So right, which is still DSi- like a bajillion fucking the, units. Sure, but I don't think the DS brand alone will get it through spectacular sales numbers.
0: I, I think it will. And the D. Well, right? also if, how it's—they they won't market it as a brand new system. Oh yeah. Right. And yes, yeah, it's the will. next line in the DS, but it's like it's like Game Boy to Game Boy Advance.
3: Sure, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. They need to market it as the new, like the next thing since the original DS. Like if they market it as the next evolution, or not the next evolution—that's the wrong word. The next, the next iteration. The next iteration. Thank you. Then, yeah, I think I think the DS brand has a lot of weight. And I don't know that they ever really marketed the DSi as the next big thing. It was just a slight modification of what was already there.
1: I really yeah. think that yeah. the second you see the 3D effect, you're sold. And I think that they're going well, to I'm have to have it. It will sell without you know people being able to play it beforehand. But if they do play it, they most likely will buy it. Yep. You know, yeah.
0: I mean, I, I have a feeling what we're going to see is probably uh, January, February 2011, some point there there will be, de- well, I mean, we'll, we'll gu- guarantee you there we will know be. the release date by, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if something comes out like late December, but definitely by the end of January, we will know like, alright, this is what's going to be coming out in March alongside the system, this is the exact date, this is the price Um, and I think we're going to be seeing demo units rolled out probably in February and I think that's that's all they need to do is just show people. It's like, look at how fucking cool this is. Yeah. Yeah. And you can play Ocarina of Time in 3D. Well, and
1: even Nintendo I mean, has admitted that. That's not that... necessarily all for
0: me, but it's kind of like how... I'm, I mean, to relate this to Goldeneye, which we talked about last episode, where people that I know that aren't really into video games that much anymore like are like throthing at the mouth for the new Golden Eye, and they're also thruffing at what I can't fucking say that word. <laughs> they're also very excited for Ocarina of Time in 3D, even though they've played the game countless times. It doesn't matter. People are really nostalgic,
2: and they don't even have to have a playable thing in a booth at Best Buy. They can just show a video. and It's like yeah. stand right no, so. and crap your pants. Oh, I, I, a video well, I mean, on the I, unit. Yeah, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, like like even Nintendo weeds. admitted
1: that they don't know what to do for advertisement with this. That's why they made the retarded, uh, you know, Reggie being sucked into DS advertisement. Yeah.
0: yeah. That basically. And I think said, they did something similar in, uh, in at this event, but I, I didn't actually see everything related to this event.
4: Yeah.
2: It's advertisement. <laughs> but, thanks, Zach.
0: Thanks,
1: Greg. That. No, problem, I mean I, thanks, I think yeah. I
0: think that there will be there. With beyond the shadow of a doubt, there will be demo units of the system, and I think once people see it, then people will be sold if they're not already.
1: Yeah. What colors are? And I coming mean, out? there's
0: only so many ways that like people that have seen it can communicate to people of how incredible it is.
1: It's coming out in and cosmic black and aqua blue, Zach. Awesome! I'm mm, so getting man. aqua blue. Those I am we, getting we don't know.
0: Black. I mean, we'll probably end up getting like, like shiny pink. I'm surprised
3: they're not bringing out white because white's been their default DS color for a while now. Their default color for a while now. I mean, I feel like a lot of the DSIs and and DS lights (laughs) were black. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, also coming with the system is going to be a two gig SD card, which you can use to download all sorts of cool shit like DSIware games, which you can transfer over from your DSI with some exceptions.
3: Maybe which some of them. I, uh, personally, I
0: think, I mean, this is hopeful on my part, but I think that the exceptions are going to be stuff like Face Pilot or anything else that is heavily leveraged on the camera. Look, yeah. if I can't transfer Pilot
2: over, then fuck it.
0: I know. <laughs> I mean, I use the example on the forums. Like, I have a feeling we'll be seeing all the art-style games transferred onto 3DS, but stuff like Face Pilot or, or Faces or any other face-related thing with photos and albums
1: There's a game called um,
0: Faces? probably won't make it. Yeah, I reviewed it. That sounds like there was close a block
1: faces. Uh...
3: Yeah, for a while <laughs> yeah. I would just call it yeah. I would just
0: call it faces.
3: So we got a 2 GB but... SD card. That's an awfully big fridge. There better be an automatic fridge cleaner for this system. Yeah. I it's think not like, And I, I think there's, a, there's also, also onboard memory
0: as well. I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah, there's 1.5GB
1: gigs of onboard memory. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that and, uh, kind of
2: insulting by now? Shouldn't we get something like four gigs? That's what's in a cheap iPod.
1: Especially since they were alluding towards being able to store your games on the device. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. these are, you know, GameCube-quality-looking games. It, it, you would think you They're need... Not to- well, I mean, as far games. as, like, the,
0: the, the, three, the downloadable stuff, yeah, I mean, even on the DSi, like, okay, yeah, I have to do fridge cleaning because I'm fucking crazy and have, like, 35 games... But I can still hold, like, 10, 15 DSiWare games on my DSi, and that's, like, I think, like, what is that, like, half a gig? Not even?
3: No, but he's talking about yeah, we're installing, talking... installing your retail games to the system. Which yeah, I don't, I, that's never going to happen. Didn't... <laughs> I tend to agree, but wasn't it a rumored didn't, feature that yeah, was... Yeah, didn't they allude to that? Or was that? I think yeah, I, I think it was that. like
0: someone in an interview said it, and then like they're like, "Well, that would be tough to refute with piracy." So uh-huh. I don't think that's ever going to happen, or no. at least anytime soon. Well, crap! It,
3: it would be awesome, but I tend to agree; it's a shot in the dark. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, also, what you'll be able to download and put on your system or the SD card are Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. Well, there will be a handheld yeah. virtual console. Um, the examples they showed were stuff like Super Mario Land and Link's Awakening DX. Um, there will also be classic games in 3D enhancements. That's probably going to be like the stuff from Classic Collection, which was uh, um, on one of the demo units at E3. It had stuff like Yoshi's Island, Punch-Out, Xevious. So that's Yoshi's Island be... in
2: 3D will be mind-blowing. Yeah,
0: like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the other stuff that was there offhand. There was, like, some weird Japanese-only stuff. Aren't you guys um, a
1: little upset that we can't just transfer our virtual console and instead we get this, well, uh, you can rebuy them in 3D? I mean that—that's crap to me. I don't care.
0: It—it it de- it depends on how much it is.
1: Uh, yeah, no. I, I, it depends I, I on whether there is the really cross-pollination. Yeah, I well, to the there already is. Before I judge,
3: well, a little bit. They've but. already got well,
1: Zevius Punch Out, right? Those oh, are all games true. we've yeah. already seen. Yeah. Yeah. We, Yoshi's Island. Know,
3: we don't, we don't yeah. know anything well, for sure no. yet, I and mean, we don't—we don't know anything about that part of the service for sure yet. I, I want to see the implementation before I get too upset about it. But mm-hmm. if it comes down to. Hey, we're gonna release Super Mario Brothers on day one and Zelda in the second week. Yeah, that's that's crap. And, and, and yeah. in that case, there better be some severe three Dification, and it better be really awesome. For and do we year. know or or it down- better be like, hey, get Super Mario Brothers for three bucks. It yeah or no
1: no I bought these games already uh, multiple times, but do we know if these are gonna be downloadable or? Are they gonna come like bundled? Um,
0: I think I think they said it was downloadable. Okay. It Was
1: the
3: same stuff for the handheld virtual console. Yeah. The one we're, yeah.
1: we're not gonna get, we're not gonna get our old virtual console games then. Yeah, yeah we're we're yeah, not for sure.
3: It, but this does bode well for them to be tra- transfer over to the next home console. If they're gonna let us yeah. transfer our DSiWare games, then that leads you to the that. Yeah, I think I that. think we'll probably
0: see you know Wii Virtual Console and WiiWare games be able to be transferred onto Wii 2. That's yeah,
3: true. Got it. Yeah.
0: Got it. In like 2012. Also coming with the system are going to be a set of six cards that can be used in augmented reality games, like the extraordinarily cool target shooting, which was at E3, which was the thing. There was just like a a Mario like uh, question block, cardboard thing on the table, card, Mm -hmm. Um, and then you just point the cameras at it, and then it like transformed into like a target that would like go into the uh, the table that it was on, or at the end it became a dragon. It was just really really awesome.
2: So by using right these out. cards you'll be able to know what it's like to be on mushrooms.
0: I guess. <laughs> nice. I mean the whole thing is that it just it focuses on the card and then using the card as a reference point, it can then, you know, build that augmented reality around it. But it was just really, really cool there. I think it's cool that it's just coming with the system and it's not like something you have to buy. This yeah. card is freaking me
2: out, man! <laughs>
0: Yeah, and what else we got? We got Street Pass and Spot Pass, which are the new names for tag mode. It's always on, you can transfer stuff. Like street Fighter, Rich Racer, Ranking, Wait, so, Street Fighter well, fights. Are you
3: telling me that I can have my DS k- closed in sleep mode, walk by someone on the street who's doing the same, and I can beat them in Street Fighter without even knowing it? Yes. <laughs> I'm not really sure about that. Yes, that's no, kind of what, what it looked it like works. for the video. That's how it that's works, awesome. and
1: you don't even have to have Street Fighter in the uh, the slot. It just, yeah. just installs data, and you can leave that tag mode running for all of your games that support it at once. So you don't have to so worry yeah, about, I'm like...
3: I'm going to open up my DS, and it's going to say, You win! That's, that's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm I really good that. at Street Fighter, so I have to assume it means I'll win all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's just, um, yeah, that's that's a bizarre feature to me, I guess is what I'm saying. It yeah. is bizarre, but, but I think I mean, it's
1: cool that it supports multiple games at once. So you don't have to yeah. say, yeah. Okay, I am in Dragon Quest mode right now.
3: Yep. Right. That's how I, mean, I, I think have that's something that's two years ago.
0: Probably in the beginning is gonna be a little rough around the edges, but mm-hmm. it'll be really cool once like people start getting used to it. Well and, see here's it's here's also with, the with, uh,
3: it. with, with Animal Crossing. When they when they announced we Connect twenty four like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, I forget. Um the 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 example they gave was that my Wii could be in sleep mode and I could access my friend's town in Animal Crossing at the time. Yeah, that was the so, example
1: they gave, and I was so excited. I was
3: excited. So excited for that! Like I loved Animal Crossing. Yeah, fun
1: on, on fun Game fact: Cube. I bought a Wii in anticipation only of Animal Crossing.
3: Yeah, that is. <laughs>
1: I'm serious. I played so much of the DS version in high school. It I was psyched, and they completely well, we know what happened, but
3: yeah. I played the shit out of the GameCube one, but that's because I was in college and I lived on a dorm floor, and like two of us had the game. We had two different towns and <laughs> yeah. two different memory cards. And I-, I sold a guy a Wii based on Animal Crossing. He bought an- he bought a-, or a GameCube. I'm sorry, I had a GameCube. Same I had thing. Animal Crossing. He played it. He went and got a GameCube and Animal Crossing, and we spent the majority of my last semester in college trading memory cards and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, we dude. had we, It was incredible. It was one of the best gaming experiences ever. Yeah,
1: Animal Crossing is one of the best community games ever conditionally. You know, if you have yeah. access to other people right. then it's great. And
3: you know what happened when I bought the game bought the both the D S and Wii versions? It was boring as shit, because I played it for a week, and then realized that I had, like, I played online with someone, like, once, but yeah. if you don't have the community there, it's not yep. a fun game. So, you yeah. have got to fix that by letting you connect to your friends' towns when they're not playing. Exactly. That's the fix for that problem. See,
1: I got lucky, and I had an entire Spanish class full of people with Animal Crossing DS, and, and that's, awesome. that's not going to be replicated again in my life without online.
3: Yep. Yeah, exactly. So if they can, with a street pass thingy, or I'm hoping there's a version of that that can, that can work, you know, online somehow. If I can visit my friend's town in Animal Crossing without them having to be even, like, aware of it at the time. Yeah. Anim- Animal Crossing, I will finally get back into that. Dude, game. or
1: imagine just passing someone on the street and having an object from their world wash up on your shores. Hell yeah. Holy That's crap. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, I'm That's... getting excited. That's,
3: that's what I'm makes Animal Crossing service. fun. Animal Crossing is fun because of the sense of, like, constant living, breathing world. You yeah. remove other yep. people from that world, and it's not living and breathing anymore. No, it becomes I, very static. I mean, it
1: was the best. You could lock people in your world by digging holes around the exit. and <laughs> I, I hired slaves to pick my weeds and, and uh, harvest fruit. The game was I don't think awesome. you hire
3: slaves, uh, Nathan.
1: Oh, no, I did. Um, there were other players. There was a website called Nook Bay, very similar to eBay and slash Craigslist,
3: and I hired <laughs> people. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even saying, kidding. If you, if you paid them, they're probably not slaves. Is all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> oh, I treated them like slaves. He paid me. them oh, very enough. little. I paid them very fair little, enough. and at the end, I paid them with their freedom. Oh,
3: like like indentured servants. Okay. Exactly. I'm
1: sorry. That was a poor word to use.
3: Yeah. No, don't worry about it. I'm just, I'm, really. a that, I'm just happy that I'm just happy that
2: the next Pokemon game on the 3DS will basically have a built-in Poke Walker. Yeah. I saw a girl with a PokeWalker today. I
1: was wearing a PokeWalker today. Mine's still on my nightstand. This, I haven't
4: used it in a long time.
2: I was
1: amazed. I have yet to see someone with a PokeWalker, and they looked about Hold as on, I expected a, a person with. a poke <laughs> Obviously, a you haven't gone to Pax. Someone expe- <laughs> i I, I <laughs> no. don't
3: know what what a PokeWalker is, and I've ignored it for a very long time. Explain to me in like three sentences. It's what a basically is. it is a
0: pedometer in which
3: it's
1: you, a Tamagotchi you walk pedometer. around with it.
3: Yeah, no, it's not and even like, that. You,
0: that
4: you That's put your the,
2: the, you, okay you, okay you, okay basically transfer a pokemon from heart gold soul silver onto it it just sits there in a cruise experience as you walk and you can find you can also- specific items and pokemons on the Walker by playing stupid little games
0: Yeah like I got like an Electike and a whatever the hell the mag Mag-Date. Like Maybe, it, yeah. the fucking second town of Hard Gold and the Soul Silver because of the Poke Walker.
3: Right. Anyways, we'll let's move on to some of the games that they announced. Uh, the well,
0: because you mentioned uh, yeah, we Zach mentioned, mentioned the, 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 uh, the Poke Walker. There's also going to be the activity log, which is right. basically it's going to act as a pedometer and also a game time tracker. So you'll be able to you know keep track of how many steps you take. Um, yeah. And there's also going to be knees on the 3DS. And yeah. you, you'll be able to make huh. them by taking a 3d picture of someone and then it will map their facial features onto a me
1: face
3: can pilot. I call it a, a DS? Uh, maybe I, feel like I have to I feel like I have to use the name of the system and and the thing otherwise, Me <laughs> <it's, laughs> mees me me. Me. Me, thank you Zach you you solved the problem <laughs> okay,
4: carry
0: on all right um, let's go on some of the or, there were there were two Capcom games that were announced um, Mega Man legends 3 project which yeah. is uh, it's gonna have some kind of bullshit where Fans interact with the development team. There's going to be more next week at New York Comic Con, which I will be attending, so hopefully it'll be something really cool or something that I'll just be like, hey, this looks about as good as Mega Man Universe.
2: You're going to wear your princess Leia outfit?
0: I mean, that's the plan. I'm just going to do that and try to act real professional.
2: Is that how you get out of uh, jury duty? Yeah. (laughs) Me too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, so uh, and then there's going to be Resident Evil The Mercenaries 3D, which is based off of the mode from RE4 and RE5 It features the missions from those games and more modes and stuff like that Also there's going to be online co-op um, I don't know if anyone ever played the Mercenaries modes I've in played RE4 a hell of a lot 5. of it uh, RE4, like that shit is awesome and this is, I, I like the idea of this game.
2: It's the exact same way in Resident Evil 5, it's the same game so <laughs> it could be really cool um, I'm wondering if they're going to include all the bonus content from the Gold Edition of Resident Evil 5.
0: I, I hope so. Because there's Maybe a lot of extra sure. characters
2: and loadouts in the Gold Edition.
0: Yeah, they did not specify, but I would, I would like to assume.
2: Yeah, I'd like to assume that they rebuilt the Resident Evil 4 segments with RE5 graphics. Oh, yeah, I think I think they... So that there's not a big graphical yeah. jump between the RE4 sections and RE4. Or at least well, it'll all be
0: on the same engine for the game. It'll probably right. be on the Resident Evil Revelations engine or whatever. Yeah, And I think yeah. that's on MT Framework, right? And I think that's what RE5 was made on, so it's probably right. going to be yeah. that. Well,
1: they're essentially going to have to port RE5 down and RE4 up a little, right? They're going to meet yeah. somewhere yeah. in the middle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But um, there's still going to be Resident Evil Revelations, um, and there's a whole bunch of other games, including Super Monkey Ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid 3, stuff like that. You can check out all the rest of the 3DS stuff on the site. We have, like, fucking 50 news stories. Like, the front <laughs> page has been flooded today. Just like, this company announced this game, this company announced this game. Most of them are kind of stuff that you won't give two shits about, yeah. but there's still Look I mean, there's a fighting. lot of stuff there. Yeah, Pokemon Typing. Well, we'll get to that next why because don't we that's do, not uh, a 3DS game.
1: Before we move on, why don't we just do a quick hit game you're most excited for on the 3DS. Uh, just,
0: anybody. Oh, control? Professor Layton. Professor Layton of the Mask of, uh, Mask of Miracle. Okay. I don't think we're going to be seeing that Didn't in North America right away because existing. we haven't gotten the third one or the fourth one. Or we haven't gotten the fourth one yet.
4: Oh, But, God,
3: the but
0: animation I'm very excited looks to beautiful. see
4: that game.
3: Yeah. Oh, man. I would say um, um contention on how they implement online features, maybe Animal Crossing, but other than that, I'm gonna go with uh, Super Street Fighter four three D. That's That's gonna really be that's like super street cool. that's
0: like Super Street Fighter Four on the fucking three D S. Like that's right, what yeah.
3: it is. Like that's that's amazing incredible. there's not really been a good two on two fighter on the DS to my knowledge, has there? Yeah. Nope. No, yeah. no, and no. I'm a big fan of two. Actually, on two you
1: know what, the sure. Naruto games were good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I reviewed one of those. That was a pretty good game. Yeah.
2: They're they're decent.
0: All right, Zach. 3DS game. You're most you're most anticipating. Tie
2: between Resident Evil Revelations and Metal Gear Solid 3. Even though I own and have played the hell out of Resi- Metal Gear Solid 3, it is so my favorite is, is Metal is Gear game. I
0: never finished Metal Gear Solid 3, so I am fucking stoked. Wow. For this the game. ending so, made me. So the
2: ending made me, me cry like a baby, Neil.
3: So answer me yeah. a question, having never played any of the games in the Metal Gear Solid series, why would I want to start with a third one on 3DS? It's a prequel. It's, a,
2: it's the prequel to the whole series. It's the first game yeah. in the series, but it's also the most accessible.
3: Do I, need to, I don't need to know any of the context from the first two no. games? Nope, to, no, no. I nope. mean, it would help a little bit, but it's still it and doesn't it really wouldn't, matter.
2: And it's not even like it would help a little bit. It's just like there are part, if you know the storylines of 1 and 2, you like see the beginning of stuff in 3, and you're
1: like, oh, that's where that came from. Okay, yeah.
3: so it's more like an extra appreciation thing, but it won't really... Right. Yeah. It's like the game.
1: inverse of the Star Wars prequels. Okay. There you go. <laughs> okay. Right Except on. much better. That's why it's the inverse. Well, oh, the inverse.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're releasing yeah.
0: Phantom Menace in 3D in like two years. Uh, no,
2: all of them. They're releasing all of them in yeah. a row.
0: Well, it depends on how Phantom Menace does, which, I mean, it's going to do good. It's fucking Star Wars. You think? Yeah. I'll go but
3: see it. But it. it's Phantom
2: shit.
4: Menace.
3: I tend to wonder if It's in now, 3D... The... I tend to wonder but, if by now the Star Wars backlash hasn't hasn't gone so full force that Phantom Menace might bomb if we released right now. Everything Star Wars does.
0: related usually does really well. So yeah,
3: I know, but I don't Nobody know. Nobody likes Phantom Menace. How
0: else are we going to see like A New Hope and Empire in three d Like, <laughs> well, we, they could go. just
2: release those, and they wouldn't have to torture us well, with Phantom Well, why do you think Menace. they're releasing
0: the prequels first? Yeah, I
2: yeah. guess that's true. <laughs>
4: All right, do you so think do, wait, wait a second
2: uh, wait a second Neil do you think George Lucas will like put some bullshit CG three D stuff in there you course. know just to make it no all three no D it'll be a, the,
1: the special special edition yeah right. tongue is gonna lash out at you every three seconds. <laughs> Nate Nate what's your uh, most anticipated I am going to set S-gate. myself up for heartbreak Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, I know. Now
0: let's move on to other news. Um, other stuff announced at this Nintendo conference. There's gonna be a rhythm heaven Wii game. There's also gonna be another Fatal Frame game that we'll probably never see. Fatal Frame um, Two, we it's a remake of Fatal see. Frame Two. Well, isn't it like Fatal Frame Four or 5 I don't know what the I don't it's Fatal Frame game coming out on Wii <laughs> so uh... We're not gonna see it. Hey, Fatal Frame um, is good, shut up. Yeah, no, I just I've never played the series before. Isn't that the one with the lesbian scene?
2: No. God, no. That's three. That's Mass Effect.
0: okay. (laughs) Which game is it? It's every game. (laughs) Mario, Zelda, Kirby. Speaking of which, there's a new Kirby game on DS. Kirby's going to have a lesbian
2: scene in it? Nice! Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, there's going to be like ten clones of Kirby. It looks like there might be some kind of touchscreen shenanigans that might be reminiscent of Canvas Curse. There's really not too much known about this game. It was kind of shown offhand, but new Kirby on DS. Hopefully, it'll be better than Squeak Squad.
2: I'll bet it'll get delayed for 10 years.
0: It might. And then, then it'll be awesome and be Kirby's Epic Yarn.
2: <laughs> Kirby's Epic Yarn, I, too. it take yeah, 10 that. years later.
0: Yeah. Um, there's also a Pokemon typing game, which uh, I forget the exact name of that.
4: Huh. The that's
1: a know? great You're thing to on have on a DS. system without a keyboard. I know. Well, right? it's coming with a wireless
0: keyboard. It's coming with a wireless keyboard, don't oh my you know? God. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Well, then. Alright. I guess Microsoft Word isn't good enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh. And Compatible with Wii my notebook po-
1: games, I
2: hope. <laughs> no.
0: No, it won't be. That would make too much sense. And plus, <laughs> you're supposed to be jotting down notes yourself. You're not supposed to be using a keyboard.
2: That's yeah, with true. your pen. Yeah. Multicolored pen. Well,
0: Alright, and Wii Remote Plus, which is a Wii Remote with built in motion plus. Is going to be included in Fling Smash. Um, it, it leaked on GameStop and then was confirmed at this Nintendo conference in Japan. So that's kind of cool. Are any of you guys considering getting a Wii
2: Remote Plus? No. No, I have two uh, Wii Remotes and two Wii Remote Pluses.
3: Yeah, maybe. Actually, I kind of, I kind of want to play Fling Smash, and I don't have a black remote yet. And according to the art, it was, it was black. So. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe then. You know what? Yeah, I'm just I pissed just, off I mean, it's good that they didn't anyways. put
2: this out in the first place.
3: Yeah, that's true. It's it's more market segmentation, which is silly. But at this point, I think they've kind of they, they've kind of they kind of already already made that bed. And now it's time to lie in it, and that's the best way to do it.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, I think it's a good idea to have it like that because it could make things Smash like the new Wii Play. Yeah, yeah. I, it um, is a good idea. I already have four remotes I and to I have two, buy motion two
2: pluses. Wii, remote, Wii Motion Pluses.
0: Yeah. Um, Shantae. Woo! Risky's Revenge is coming out to DSiWare on October 4th, That's that is Monday, next Monday, and, and guess what motherfuckers, we're doing a game club,
2: All right. right so are. uh,
0: get ready on the October 13th episode, we are going to be talking about Shantae, um, it's going to be 1200 points, it's going to be the full game, there's no episodic stuff here. Uh, should be pretty damn cool. And There's also a bonus if you have money flip chance, which I do.
2: Which I'm gonna buy.
0: <laughs> uh, money flip chance is also a great game. It's kind of hard, but it's still pretty it? cool. What is it? What is it? Um, uh, I'm not gonna explain it right now. I'll tell All you right. after the show. Um, also Sonic Four Episode One is coming out on October 11th, the week after Shantae, and it's gonna be 15
1: bucks. Oh my god!
0: Uh, does anyone give a shit about this game?
2: I
1: played not it. At Fifteen just... dollars. And... Sonic Colors interests me more.
0: Yeah, no, Sonic. I, I played. I played at E3. I played each new Sonic game. Yeah. And I hated this game. Yeah. Like I just, I, I, I really, I didn't like it at all. Sonic Colors was fun on DS because it reminded me of good old 2D Sonic, not like this piece of shit. And yeah. Sonic Colors on Wii looked like it might actually be good. It's like weird ass looking 2D. Sonic. it's it's trying too hard to be like the original.
1: Yeah, oh.
0: as opposed to, like, Sonic Colors, which feels like an evolution of that gameplay.
1: But it's got some really strange mechanics. I can't remember what I didn't like about it. It might have been the lock-on stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a lock-on I that I didn't really care for.
0: It, it's, it's been a while since I played that, cause, uh, and I put it out of my mind, because I was like, there are better things at E3, and oh, yeah. I'm just going to file this to the back.
1: And God, their display for um, that was so weird. You had to go sit on that couch.
0: Yeah, like, there was, like, someone, like, filming an interview... And I had to, like, stand next to the guy as he was interviewing, yeah. and then I stood up and played the game. That could have contributed to why I didn't like it, but I weird. Heard. And the last news story that we have is that Cave Story, the, uh, the WiiWare game that we did a game club on back in March when it came out on WiiWare, um, is coming to DSiWare. Uh, it was in the latest Nintendo Power. I haven't gotten my issue yet, so I haven't really read anything about it, but apparently it is going to come to DSiWare, and that's pretty fucking cool.
2: Is it the Wii version or just like the story mode?
0: I think it's the Wii version. No, There's also going to be an No,
1: it's a closer port to the original, isn't it? Oh, really? Yeah, I remember seeing that somewhere. That could just be bullshit. I okay. still
2: might. I'd still buy it because because there have been times where yeah. I've been out and about and like I could really use a good platformer right now. I I,
0: I think yeah. I mean, I would totally buy it on DSiWare. I I loved it on WiiWare. and oh, yeah. I will play it again on DSiWare. I like portable games. Um. So that's it for news. Let's move on to what you're reviewing. And up uh, first we got Zach. Zach, uh tell us about Scooby Doo and Spider Man.
2: Scooby Doo. Well, when I got this game, along with the Blade demo, which I immediately burned. No, that's not true. Uh that's okay. No, no, I'll I'll write something up about it. Um, <laughs> Scooby Doo though, I was dreading it. I was like, this this is one of those games where like, you know, you were pale, sent out an email saying we got games to review and somebody named things off. So I picked Scooby-Doo mainly because there was nothing left. Um, yeah. But so I was like thinking to myself, this is going to be a piece of shit third-party cash-in. But it's phenomenal. It's incredibly good. It's a uh, team-based or character-switching-based platformer with some brawling elements, uh, and it's just wonderful. It's funny. They're you know all the char- all the people from the current TV show. Are voicing the characters, the the graphics are great, the sound quality is great, everything's great. And now I
0: played I played the uh, the last game in the series. Well, I guess it was Scooby Doo First Frights or something. I forget that was that at E3 a long
2: thing. time ago, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that that was it. Came out last year. I, I reviewed it back when I was with Pixel Day, and uh, I I was kind of looking forward to it because it seemed like it was a really cool like kind of Lego Star Wars esque brawler. And it seems like just from hearing you, if uh, if we line up the same way here, I think they corrected a lot that I didn't find as great. It seemed too too focused on brawling not enough platforming.
2: I mean uh, the but platform- it, it was it was visually
0: the presentation of that game was great because it was yeah. like it felt like you were in Scooby Doo episodes. I know there were right. five in the first one. And then they still do the thing where you have to un you have to guess who did it at the end.
2: Yes. Yeah, you have to Yeah, yeah I, I thought that was an along, awesome touch. All along the way you're picking out clues like, well, where could where do you think the killer is based on all this evidence you've uncovered so far? Yeah. You know, it's really fun and um you know, I like I I really like that first off it it got two player co-op, which is awesome. Um at any t- it's drop in drop out. So if a buddy comes yeah. over, you know, it just presses the plus button, bam, he's Scooby-Doo now and you're Daphne. Um but I really like that everybody has their own little power, um, so you constantly have to switch between characters, and they all have different combat abilities. You know, they're all good situationally, so you're—it's never boring. It's never ever boring, and I really like that. Although um, the, the cases have... last a little too long. There's a certain point where you're like, "All right, already."
0: But do they still have chase scenes?
2: Yes, they do. I got chased by a giant um, Day of the uh, a giant Day of the Dead skeleton in a in hold on, it gets better. A giant Day of the Dead skeleton, and then halfway through the race, he gets in a uh, a parade float and starts chasing after you in that, and then a bunch of uh, uh, Lucia Libres uh, start following him, and they're all on fire.
0: That's awesome.
2: It is. It's a really fun game.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's, that sounds great. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and it seems like I know that's a tourist games that uh I, I did a developer spotlight on them at the beginning of the summer for the game Kid Adventures Sky Captain, which was their first like you know, oh, yeah. independently created IP that they made. And I basically first heard about them with the Scooby Doo game last when it came out last year, and I think they're a really good developer. I mean, they make a lot of licensed crap if you will but they seem to be like turning the corner into being a pretty like unsung developer for licensed games and yeah hopefully they'll come out of the shell
2: i like be, that there's i like that the be more was... way
0: forward and less
2: <laughs> less uh Binox, maybe yeah oh uh, so uh yeah nice i love
0: it what spider-man
2: Oh, no, now Scooby we're talking Day. about Spider-Man. Spider-Man well, I'm actually... Well, Spider-Man I'm actually not in love with. Um, I, I
0: have the Xbox 360 version of this game, which I am told is almost exactly the same. Oh, as I'm sure it is. But, uh, yeah, you talk about it. It's, I will interject it. You know, it's
2: mission-based, where one mission you're amazing Spider-Man, the next mission you're noir, you know, the next mission you're 2099.
0: Well, I would call it more level-based, because... Yeah, that's what I mean, level-based, like, right pretty, yeah, it's like, epic, like, they're like fucking 45 minute levels. Yeah, they're and huge. I think there's they're like, there's really like 12, long. 14 of them. They are way longer than I thought they would be, and, and I, think I think they're pretty I cool. think
2: sometimes they're too long. I agree. Uh, but my problem with it is it would be a really good game if they didn't force so much waggle stuff. Oh, uh, really, see? Really those motherfuckers like shit. lied
0: to me. Um, we, we have an interview with them, and I believe I asked, like, is there going to be a lot of motion control? And they're like, no, there's not really that much. But, yeah, well, that suck.
2: Let me <laughs>
0: I can see I can see where it would be from playing the 360 version. I'm thinking, well, it's, like, it's I'm not, glad I got the 360 version. It's not with web
2: version. swinging where I thought it would be. Yeah. It's actually with the combat. and
0: Yeah, that, that would ruin it. I think the combat's pretty fun on 360. Well, you don't have to. What's
2: nice, I, sort of nice is that you're not, like, shaking the remote to punch. What's happening is that you just, like, tap B to do a quick punch, but you have to, like, hold the Wii remote at a certain angle, a certain sweet spot angle, to do a heavy attack. You know, shit like that. It's not like, shake the Wii remote and press B. No, it's like, tilt it at a certain, you know, you'll know it when you get it, <laughs> and press B. To do a a heavier attack. And that's a
0: game that, like, I mean, not that it's, like, really, like, you need to be super precise. Some of them you do. Some of the bad guys, you need to be
2: pretty precise. Yeah, Because
0: you have to do specific attacks to, like, break out of a guy's, like, defense and everything. And you
2: you have to shake the nunchuck to to activate, uh, like, grabbing anything during combat with your webbing and flinging it somewhere. That's annoying. Yeah, because that's
0: just a fucking button on the 360, and that works wonderfully. Yeah,
2: that would be much better. Um, but there's just yeah. shit like that that really brings the combat down. There's never, there's never been a time where I've been looking forward to the combat just because of that.
0: Well, what uh, do you think about, like, uh, the different, the different suits and universes?
2: Uh, amazing and ultimate, there's not too much of a difference. Yeah. Which I is mean, annoying.
0: Like, the, the, the graphic style, it just seems like there's, like, a different, like, filter over it. Right. I guess.
2: Now, noir I really don't like because the black and white doesn't look so good uh, on the Wii graphic engine. Um okay. Like the... I don't the, like the noir
0: because it's like Batman Arkham Asylum if Batman Arkham Asylum was kind of shitty.
2: Yeah, no, that's what, that is what it's like. And um, it's just very basic. You know, it's, yeah. it's literally I mean, don't cause, get like, seen. You can't really,
0: yeah, because it's not like you can really fight that well as noir because everyone has guns and they shoot you to death.
2: Right. Right, and, and so, you know, I haven't I, I haven't gotten um, too far into a noir episode yet, but I'm just finding that it's hard to see, and sometimes the bad guys see you anyway. Like, I didn't think I was in the light, but I guess I was at the very edge of it, and they saw me, and now I'm dead.
0: Yep, that's what happened to me all the time. I... I, I Right now, doing the noir level with uh, Vulture, and it just really pissed me off.
2: Yeah, but I really like the 2099. Who's doing his voice? It sounds like um, Alan Alda. I, I know think it's, not. it's the
0: guy. It might be the guy who voiced the 1990s cartoon. Oh,
2: okay. I'm not
0: sure. Or it could be the guy from Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends.
2: He sounds very different compared to everyone else.
0: I think uh, it's the guy from Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Well, I really, I really like him because
2: that that voice. Yeah. Is really fun. Yeah. Um, and I and I like uh, having the uh, How I Met Your Mother guy as the amazing Spider-Man. Yep, Neil Patrick Harris. He's really good. He plays Spider-Man? That's awesome.
0: Well, yeah, he was, yeah, in, the he 90s was uh, in that shitty CGI TV
2: oh, show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. No, it wasn't but, shitty. I mean, it was good. I, you have I, it no, on I DVD, shut it. up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I know I've, he- I've heard some places. Well, first off, everyone seems to think that the war part is the best part of the game. And no. I disagree. I think, I think it's the worst part of the game Me actually, too. because it's the pace is so terribly slow, and just a lot of it isn't fun. But um, I think that the presentation of the game is is pretty damn good. I mean, I'm speaking from the 360 version. But no, the graphics each are Each one fantastic. looks varied. Each yeah, the graphics. You know, there uh, there's a different style for each level, but it still like you know plays very similarly. But it's different. Like each character is different enough that it feels different. But it's not like you need to learn a different control scheme for every every world you're in.
2: Now, the only only thing I find weird about the graphical style is in Amazing, you know, he's got the black line around him, but none of yeah. the enemies do. So that's, that's kind <laughs> of I did odd. not notice that. Craven doesn't have it, and you're like, you should have a big black line around you, because I do. <laughs> I like Craven too yeah. and, and that voice actor I'm really familiar with, but I can't remember. Yeah, there's who else there's a doing. lot of,
0: I like the voice the voice acting in this game is pretty good. I mean some of the some of the lines that Spider Man says of course get a little annoying, but there are also some really, really funny ones in there.
2: He's always saying see ya, wouldn't want to be ya.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh. There's there's a lot of annoying repeated ones, but there's a couple like specific instant ones that are really funny.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I think, you know, if it didn't have the Okay, if it didn't have Noir, <laughs> or if they made Noir, actually made Noir like Arkham Asylum and not Sucky, um, and it had a little shorter of levels, and it had no waggle controls, I would be in love with this game.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm i right there with you. I mean, except for I don't know the waggle controls. But I think it's a really solid game, and, you know, especially with Activision, with this whole yearly thing, I look forward to see playing... Spider-Man Shattered Dimension 2 or whatever the hell Phoenix oh, does do another with their one? franchise next year. I don't know if they'll do specifically a Shattered Dimension game, but I think we'll see another Spider-Man game. I'd like and to I see game based
2: mecha- entirely around 2099.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would like to see another Spider-Man game done with this style and, like, this... I guess these game mechanics and see it improve Yeah. Long.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I guess I will uh, take the reins for what you're reviewing and go over briefly Spider-Man DS... Uh, Shattered Dimensions DS, which, if you listen to RFN, which, if you're listening to this, let's be honest, you probably listen to <laughs> RFN more often than you listen to us. Probably but, um, have. I know, because um, we wound up getting two copies of this, so uh, I told Pale to sneak send one to Johnny, so you're welcome. Um, That's a good idea. <laughs> Thank Pale for the shipping. But, um, because I was playing this game, and I didn't really like it. And, uh, I, I, the review's already up on the site. I think I gave it, like, a 6.5 or something. It just seemed to me like it's a, it's a very, very basic Metroidvania game. Like, the exploration's not really that much fun and really, like, okay, you get, like, some, like, power-ups and stuff, but it's really nothing game-changing. A lot of the powers that you get are just, like, artificial keys that, like, you know, will just, like, yank, yank a door off this wall. Um, I thought the combat was really shitty, until the end, by the time you get to the end of the game and you have, like, Spider-Man fully powered up, the combat's kind of fun, and then the game
4: ends. (laughs) So
0: it's like, by the time the combat gets fun, it's over. But at the beginning, like, I hated combat, there's too much forced combat, and there's no reward for it in in this game. Like, what I found myself doing in the second half of the game is just avoiding combat unless they forced me to do it, because well, this is just not fun. Do
2: you still get Um, experience for fighting? A lot of... I don't think so. I got blows.
0: It's, it's been, it's been like a week and a half since I played the game too. So read my review for fresh thoughts on this
4: game. <laughs>
0: but, um, uh, I mean, I just, I really didn't enjoy it that much. And I thought all that, like there were a couple bosses that were cool, but most of them are just like, you know, that normal enemy you've been fighting or avoiding the fight a lot. Here's just a big version of it.
2: And yeah. And do they have a million it, HP?
0: Yeah. And then it takes fucking blows. forever. Blows. Um, and even like, and they have a, they don't have a ultimate in this, but they have amazing noir in 2099, and uh, there I, I feel like there's no difference between them. And by the end of the game, you can have all the powers of each one. In each one, but like it's like stuff like noir can't web swing. It's like well, yeah. that sucks. Like it's just like I was just playing as amazing, and he could web swing, and now you're taking away powers from me.
2: Well, Johnny okay was the Johnny Metro... was saying on RFN, it, he thought it, that was a good way to make you kind of think about how to approach each one differently, but it sounds like you're saying it just sounds frustrating.
0: Well, it's also because it's like usually like this one specific segment you'll have to do without that, and then you'll go to that room and get that power.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Because they have these conduits in it where you get the powers from the other dimensions. So Uh, by the end of the game, some of them are optional from what I could gather. But you can basically have all the powers of every of each universe and have them all there. Like uh, twenty ninety nine can glide and stuff like that. But, it,
3: kind of, it kind of just seems like a really arbitrary way of trying to make them feel different.
0: Exactly. That that's that, that's exactly how I feel. Like I know that
3: every video game obstacle is essentially somewhat arbitrary, but they can be more creative than just saying, "Oh, he can't do this thing." That Spider mans yeah. always been able to web, web swing. Can he? And, yeah. I mean, is Noir based off of I mean, I think, I think, I think Noir
0: actually can't. Because I know in, in uh, Spider-Man, in the, the 360 version, which each character does feel different. In each level that you yeah. play, you're like, okay, this is an amazing level, this is an ultimate level, that's 2099, they're all different. Um, and that one, they, they make a point that, like, when you're first introduced to noir, they make a point that, like, oh, now you can climb on walls, or whatever.
2: So Adam authorized you to climb on walls?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what it felt like. It, it really did.
2: That's such bullshit. I mean, except for
0: you do get the power-up later, and you don't have to wait for Adam to authorize you, but <laughs> I just think, I mean, in all honesty, like, Soul of Fucking Darkness is probably a better Metroidvania game
3: than this. Yeah, uh, yeah it probably is. <laughs> I've been playing that.
0: Yeah. I mean, man. I mean, I just, uh, I can, I can see why Johnny would like it, and I'm glad he does, and I'm, I'm glad that we happen to get another <laughs> copy so that way one of the people that played this game on, on the site's behalf enjoyed it a lot. But and it's not a terrible game. It's just it's I, I think it's mediocre.
2: Yeah.
0: I think it's a six six point five. Um. The other game that I've been playing, which I'm working on the review, and I actually adored, was Batman: Brave and the Bold for DS, what? which is this really cool kind of like beat 'em up platformer where uh, you play as Batman and a side character that you can switch between at will by just like tapping the touch screen. Um. And it's like people like the Blue Beetle, Green Arrow. Um. I think Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Red Tornado, uh, Aquaman, which Aquaman and like each character has different powers, like Green Arrow shoots like um he he'll shoot like you know, like a bomb arrow, a regular arrow, and then like one that has a, a plunger on the end that you can use to like jump to higher levels. Nice. Um, oh, so and it's then Aquaman like a has Lost a powerful Aqu- Nah, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of, except for it's only two characters at once. It's Batman has his abilities, which okay. are like grappling the shit. So more and similar to uh, level, Mary, each-
1: Kate and Ashley for the Game Boy Color? Exactly. Wow. Um, <laughs> Actually, I think you could play in the dog, as that as well?
0: Yeah. But wow. uh, you switch between the two characters, and it is the kind of thing where, you know, you have to switch between them to maneuver through the level. So
1: it's more um, like Scooby-Doo, is what you're telling me.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's really more Except like for Pocahontas two- for the original Game Boy. Oh game. my god in heaven. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But it's a, it's a really, really cool game. And Aquaman, like, his special powers that he can fucking call a fish. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, you just hit a button and, like, he, like, holds his hand to his head. It's all beautifully animated. It's way forward. So, it kind of, it's, like, par for the course. Um, and, like, he holds his hand to his head. And it just fit, like, little fish just start flying on the screen and hitting the enemies. <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. Have
2: and then, s- like... Have you seen that Family Guy skit where a woman's being raped on the beach and Aquaman's out in the water saying... I got fish that I'll send to help you, and the fish come up and they just flop around on the land.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then like uh, another cool thing is that like if you build up the combo meter, um, then you can do like a special attack between the two ones. Um, a lot of the specific ones for the other characters escape me, but they're all really cool, and uh, and like really likely they like, kill every enemy on the screen and stuff like that.
2: So now but um, Aquaman's, both, is,
0: Aquamans you played... is, like, the entire screen floods, and then you go, and, like, Batman is on the back of a whale with Aquaman, and you just <laughs> run over people. <laughs> and there is there is a part of the game where Batman gets turned into a gorilla, and then, like, I think it might be, like, Red Tornado, where someone just hops on his back.
2: Oh, my God. You've played both um, of the both versions of this now, right?
0: Um, I have not played the, I play the Wii version at E3, but the oh, okay. Wii version hopefully is at James Charlton's in Japan. Nice. I hope. Um, so I really want then, one then of these. Good, Yeah, I, I plan on getting the Wii version at some point. I want to check out the Batmite stuff, because that's also in the DS version. Oh, that's right, the um, connectivity. Yeah, and the DS version, is like the bosses are really cool. I do have one caveat that has to go with this whole game, and it really holds the game back. It is about two and a half hours long.
2: Ouch. Every single thing
0: in the game. There's there's like unlockable challenges. Like there's ones that are basically like um you like fight fight off a bunch of enemies or using each of the, the side characters. You basically go through like uh, an obstacle course and use their powers to get through it. And there's like boss rushes and stuff. And that's all really awesome. And like you can upgrade Batman's powers and stuff. But it's fucking two and a half hours long. Like I was... I was watching TV at my friend's house playing this game, and I fucking beat it in the span of like watching the shitty event TV show. I've, oh, And I've a bunch of first episode of I've done that. Uh, yeah, it games. was. But, it's, an, it, it's a great game. It just, it's so short. I'll
2: wait and, for it to drop.
0: I would definitely wait for it to drop to like 10, 20 bucks. Like, this would have been great if it was a downloadable game.
2: Because yeah, that, sounds that's like about the
4: sweet spot one. for me.
0: But, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful game. It's just it's so short.
4: Jeez. And that's
0: all I got for what you reveal. And let's move on to Nate, who has two games for us, one of which we might have to cut him off from talking about too much
1: of. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, let's start out with one that is not the case for the Owl game, as we have listed it. Uh, leg- <laughs> <laughs> Legends of the I'm not the typing out, like, Legends of the Bullshit, Bulls of whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legends Harry of the Potter Guardians, Owls. The Owls of Gahul. And it is Harry Potter with owls, and the story is kind of sucky. Um, Harry and
3: Potter with owl. Harry Potter already has owls.
1: Yeah, that's
2: true. Harry this is Potter. What the owls are doing only when with Harry owls. Potter's
1: not fucking things up. <laughs> it does look like it's like Hedwig the movie. That's yeah, awesome. It basically no, it's basically a Hogwarts type environment with owls only. Uh, okay. You know, okay. Humans swapped with owls, and the whole story and all the cutscenes and stuff are. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, no one cares about that. It's kind of it detracts from the game. But I guess people <laughs> that buy this game probably are in it partially for the story because they know what the hell the owls of Gahul are, and they want that stuff. Um, oddly enough, <laughs> I think I suspect the cutscenes are actually uh, video ripped from the real-time Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty cutscenes. It hasn't. <laughs> it oh, hasn't wow. looked about it. Yeah, like there's all this artifacting everywhere. Um,
2: oh, that happened with the uh, Tomb Raider: Underworld on the DS. That I reviewed. They had the cutscenes straight from the,
1: the Xbox really? and
2: PS3 games, and they were really, really
1: badly, you know, downsized. Yeah, downsampled horribly. Um, it's kind of that case for this. But, but then you get to playing the game, and it's actually really good. It's a lot like uh, Crimson Skies or Rogue Squadron, one of those kind of wow. games.
2: Or Pocahontas it's, on the Game Boy Color.
1: No, that's more no. of a Lost Vikings kind of joint. Like <laughs> Mary Kent and Ashley on the, actually it was the original Game Boy, not the Game Boy Color. Um, oh, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm ashamed I played that game, but, um, where was I? Yeah, it's like, a uh, Rogue Squadron, and the gameplay itself is really good. It gets a little repetitive, but basically you're flying around these gorgeous environments. I mean, for the amount of time they put into the cutscenes, I'm surprised they put so much time into the uh, into the <laughs> game world itself because it looks gorgeous. the The environments are a little sparse, but you know, graphically it looks great. And you're flying around, cro- like clawing other owls' faces out. <laughs> I mean, do you, like, how ever, could that Jack not Kyle, cool? you, like spit? No, no, you can't spit, <laughs> spit <on laughs> <people>. lasers. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't like like, shit out or vomit out owl pellets, and, like, <laughs> no, no, there's, that would be there's a, none of that. that
2: but That would be an awesome upgrade. You get some some weapon and the camera switches to the front of the owl, and when you press the <laughs> weapon button, it shits. Oh,
1: God, and it no, 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 like, it looks at its mouth and it, like, zooms in and does, like, the weird, like, Camera going all the way down into its intestinal oh, track, god. kind of deal, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then zooms back out as the pellet like comes zooming out. Oh god! Oh yeah, that'll make the game probably ten times better. Also, a point that my friend made up immediately looking at it: How did the owls make the armor for their faces? <laughs> how? There is no way. Um, they but they it... they got the rats of Nim to do it for them. Oh God! Uh, Anyways, the basic mechanic of flying around, scratching the faces off bats and owls is fun. It just gets really (laughs) repetitive. And uh, this game uses very once you scratch the eyes out of one bat, (laughs) you scratch the eyes out of (laughs) all. Yeah, and it's actually kind of visceral at first, but then, yeah, it kind of loses its spice. And this game uses very liberally uh, highlighted text. So, a lot of enemies or structures you have to blow up by picking up hot coals and throwing it at them and burning them down or whatever. But every time the game will say, maybe you could find some hot coals and destroy this. It's like, God, (laughs) I know. I know. Like, I've done this 20 times. But initially it's fun. And I think if you're into the story, that might be enough to string you along. I don't know if it's a story like... The same as the movie, or if it's different, I'll probably look into that before I review it. But yeah, it, it surprised me. I actually thought it was going to be horrible, which is why I immediately requested. You it. know what? I
0: have to I have to make a note of is that Warner Brothers has made like surprisingly good movie, um, like tie-in games. Cause uh, I played Where the Wild Things Are for Wii last year, and that that was a surprisingly good like little platformer. Have I mentioned how um, shitty I hate that
2: movie? I hate that movie so much. Oh no! I
0: mean, I mean, let's not talk about the movie. The game really has little to nothing to do with the movie. The the game's more like
1: be... Mary Kate and Ashley for the Game Boy Color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you it is.
0: It might be. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's just like I mean, both both this and like the Legend of the Guardians game sound like they're actually pretty good games for for what they are. Yeah, it's a
1: it's a good game. Like, really,
0: there's there's. For what little they
1: had to work with, with the fiction, you know, it's so you know trite and obnoxious. But hey, maybe someone likes it. But they crafted a really good game. Basically, they looked at better games and said, "Why don't we just ape this?" And it, it, but it turned out fine. Yeah. And they introduced. But that's okay to do with a movie game. Like yeah, well, and they introduced enough new mechanics to, you know, like I've never really played a flying melee game. Yeah, you know, and it's it's like got a combo system, and there are counter attacks and stuff, and like a time based melee combat system, it, while you're flying, and it's actually pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, it surprised me. Um,
0: All right, let's talk to the game that you really want to talk about. Oh,
1: into the dungeon, Etrian Odyssey three. Holy Minecraft.
3: Crap. Oh, Etrian Odyssey. Boy, that yeah, that's, that's for later. Oh. That's for later. This is
1: my portable Minecraft. Which, oh my god, that would be awesome on the 3DS, Holy by the shit. way. <laughs> oh my god. Mind. Oh my god, tag mode. Holy shit. Andy. Holy shit. Holy crap. <laughs>
3: Holy shit. Oh my god, I just realized in an alternate universe, I picked up my DS and never set it down ever. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Anyways. You just have like a full
0: beard. Your wife's just like, Andy? Well, I already have what, a full beard, up?
3: so I
1: could do it. um <laughs> yeah. And I got that beard playing Etrianasi 3. I freaking love this game. It and I know that most people just go, "Oh, it's a weird Japanese dungeon crawler thing, right? Way too hard." Oh, that's, that's exactly what I said. The, the cartographer RPG. Let me let me propose this to you. If you enjoy Dragon Quest 9, you will enjoy this. Yes. Really? I see where you're if coming If you from. enjoy Dragon Quest 9, you will enjoy this game.
0: All right. So hmm. um Let's go over. Uh, what Wait, exactly?
1: No. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna go to retail. <laughs> I was like, "Holy! Oh, no, no, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're cut <laughs> off." Oh, <it's laughs> game. No. Um. What exactly is like, like, how is actually an lot of Okay, free? so it, it it's structured. And how does it improve on the past games? Okay.
1: It, it improves on the past games by making it more accessible. Um, it's a first-person dungeon crawler, so you're. Oh great! Roaming... great. Well, hear me out, Zach. Hear me out, okay. Zach. Shut the fuck up. Let the man <laughs> talk. <laughs> listen, I listen to talk. You talk about fucking Scooby Doo. Um, <laughs> I I cannot give two cents worth of crap about Scooby Doo. So, <laughs> hear me out. All right, Etrianasi is a first-person <laughs> dungeon crawler, and as you're walking around in first person in these dungeons, you're mapping them out, which is is fun. It's it adds that nice explorative element to it. It sounds you, like it
0: might be comparable to Wind Waker in some kind of way.
1: No. Um and you get in these first Well burst- oh, no no, I mean not
0: not in gameplay at all, but I mean in like mapping out the area oh, around you, yeah. which was yeah, definitely. a draw of the, Wind Waker for some people.
1: Yeah, the, the draw of discovery is a big yeah. part of it. Um and it actually helps with the pacing because by the time you're done mapping out a certain floor of the dungeon, you're probably ready to move on to the next. And uh. the battles work out just like Dragon Quest battles, not Dragon Quest nine. Structurally they're the same. They don't have the uh three D Battle animations or anything like that. It's it's
0: like the old Dragon
1: Quest. It, yeah, basically it's like you know any other Dragon Quest game, mm. and um, it's highly class based, just just like Dragon Quest Nine. You can pick a class for your characters at the start. I don't think you can change them, but you can reset your uh, your level to reallocate your skill points at any time. Oh, and that's you can, nice. And you could always just make another character, and you can have up to thirty, and it takes. Damn. It doesn't take very long to grind up a new character. Essentially, you can just take them with you and protect them, and they'll get enough XP to where they reach your current level pretty rapidly. Nice. Um, yeah, and so it, the way the classes work in this game are really what keep me sucked in, because the skills they have, are kind, they kind of remind me of TF2, in that there's this interdependence between the classes. So you can have... A protector that has an ability that guards the entire front line and he also has an ability that provokes enemies into attacking him so he's raised his defense and all the enemies will divert their attacks towards him um, you can also like it makes difference towards what line you're in so, so you can have strategic uh, it is yeah it, like the way i've set it up is i don't like to use a lot of magic points so i put a lot of points into uh passive abilities so i've got a class that if at the end of the turn he has full health he will heal the entire party passively without using any magic points um and he also can issue like a a command towards different lines and like give a guard order and defense will so basically he issues buffs but he also has these really cool passive healing abilities so like if he's alive at the end of the battle everyone's health will uh you know, get healed by some small amount. And, uh, stuff like that. So I try to protect that guy, keep him alive, and I don't actually need a healer. Because my healer is a monk. Um, who's who's ma- mainly, fo- bleh, mainly focused on melee combat, but he's got some, like, healing abilities on the side. Does so he have OCD? I'm sure he does. He's this really old guy, and he looks kind of crazy. Um, yeah. And you, you probably have to have OCD to really get into this game. Uh... Is it on DS? Yeah, it's on DS. I might get sucked in to and, this. Um, yeah. And the cool part about this is in Etrian Odyssey 2 and 1, you were just getting sucked into this dungeon, and it could get really kind of, you know, like I got this feeling of claustrophobia. It's like, God, I'm going deeper and deeper into this dungeon, and it's, it gets a little repetitive. You know, you're grinding up characters, and there was a problem of not having enough money a lot. And so in this game, they've added um, the sailing mode, which is essentially that is more like Wind Waker, Neil. Um, oh, okay. But at the start, it, it's kind of like a puzzle, like a puzzle aspect of the game. So you start off with a certain amount of moves, based on what kind of supplies you've procured in the game. So like, at the start of your trip, you can buy X amount of like biscuits or something, and that gives you six turns. But while you're out, you may find an item that if you purchase that next time you go out, you can. Take eight turns, like make eight movements, and you're exploring, trying to get to different places and meet different people or fight different battles on the ocean, um, in a set amount of turns. So it's got kind of like a um. I'm trying to think of a puzzle game that's like that where you can only move like x amount of turns and you have to get through the environment, but it's like that. And uh, there's
0: probably a Professor Layton puzzle.
1: Yeah, something something like that. Yeah, and uh and while you're out you can fish for things and uh collect quite a bit of money so that it almost completely solves the issue of always being broke in the game
2: that's what bugs me about Dragon Quest 9
1: yeah it you don't have to you can go out and do some fun quests on the ocean like you may have to go find an alternate route to this lighthouse without running into this giant bird monster and when you finally find the route there you You may get another mission that's, oh, go back with this ninja guy and kill the giant bird that was previously blocking you. Stuff like that. But on your way, you can catch fish and make money. And Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. There's a lot more to talk about this game when you're getting into the minutiae, how it's different from the other games. Same for the review. Yeah, I will. One more cool little feature. I mean, this
0: this strikes me as the kind of game that I probably would have loved when I was, like, 12.
1: What are you? What are you implying?
0: Well, no, that I was more into <laughs> RPGs when I was twelve. Okay, not, not that it's like like immature. Not that I am it's a twelve like, I, I was way the fuck into fucking RPGs when I was about twelve, and now I'm not so much.
1: Yeah, I've never really evolved out of that. So, yeah, it, one cool thing I'd like to add that it it does it does, sound, you, it does um, sound
0: pretty good though, especially that they made it. A lot more accessible because that's what always scared me off in the other two games.
1: Yeah, it lets you map little uh, autopilot arrows on the floor of the dungeon, so that when you step onto them, if you have autopilot enabled, it'll just run you through a set route that you want to go through on that floor <laughs> of the dungeon. That's awesome. So like, kind of funny. Yeah, if you haven't activated a warp zone on like level five yet or level three wherever the first one was, you can just blitz through the first couple of floors on your like automatic walk arrows. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool.
0: All right, um, and that's it for what you're reviewing, so let's move on to the retail releases.
1: Retail
2: releases.
1: Um,
0: retail, retail, retail. Um, we got Guitar Hero, Warriors of Rock for Wii, uh, published by Activision, developed by Vicarious Visions. It's the latest in the series. Um, it is en route to me, um, and I'll be reviewing that soon. And Zach will be reviewing Band Hero. Oh, yeah. You're late. Uh, he should be getting a giant fucking box of goodies. And, uh, Who oh, sent nice. that?
2: You or Pale? Pale. Okay.
0: That's what I'm waiting. I assume he said he was going to send them off on day. We will right. see. Um, next up, we got Samurai Warriors 3, which is for Wii, published by Nintendo, developed by, like, I don't know, whoever the fuck makes Samurai Warrior games, Koei, Tecmo. Whatever.
2: This is the Samurai version of Pokemon Rumble.
0: No, or or the samurai version of Dynasty Warriors. Ah, yes. Um, It looks like if you're into that type of game, and you know who you are, you will probably love this game. If not...
2: Phil Theobald.
0: I went to to an event uh, in New York City last week that was at, I don't know, like Buddha Bar or some shit in New York City. And they had the game playable there, and I played it for a little while, and was just like, well, I can see how this could be fun, but it's kind of slow and boring. Uh, uh, like I was, I was playing that like the Mystery Castle of Muramase mode or whatever that's like based off of that NES game. I'm probably saying everything wrong. I don't even know the name of the thing, but I mean it's kind of fun. But it's just, and I could see like there's definitely more to it as far as like doing combos and moves. It's all leveraged on doing combat in like huge groups of enemies. And I could see having a good time with it, but I don't really care that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sid Meier's Pirates, uh, 2K Games. They I believe a reified port of the PC game. Um, it's Isn't of this games. game
2: really old? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Why don't they and just they put Civ Five? To make make that. <laughs> Come on, they could do um, it.
0: Next up, we got My Sim Sky Heroes for Wii and DS, which is a seems like it could be another uh, diamond in the rough esque game, a la the Owl game. Um, it's like a, <laughs> I think it's like a. A combat flight game in my subseries. Neil, which, of course, I, I mean, you mean, I mean
1: Legends is... of the Guardians: The Owls of Gahul by the Owl yeah, Game. Whatever oh, about. okay.
0: Yeah, the Owl Game.
1: Now I know what you mean. Um,
0: so yeah, that that that's out there from EA. Um, we got FIFA 11 for Wii and DS, also from EA. And last but not least, we got Etrian Odyssey 3 for DS, which you you heard some of from Nate
1: just
4: before this.
2: Yay!
1: Second. Still no cricket oh. game. Buy the game. Man, no, I mean I. Yeah, no I've been cricket game. You can make cricket in Minecraft.
4: Ooh.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh. No, still not. Still don't care. Sorry.
2: Oh, Andy's still here, <laughs> and I thought he was playing Minecraft. He is. I'm not playing. I'm not playing Minecraft, don't, <laughs> although I am. Don't lie.
3: You're if dreaming I about it. Minecraft, my my uh my, my my recording would be skipping around because that game is taking up more of my system resources than it should. You're playing <laughs> with, with it in your mind, Andy. I'm scouting out more coal in the, in the map I've made in my brain. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well,
0: you know what will be a great time to even scout even more coal? Well, we go over this week in Nintendo Downloads, or this past two weeks in Nintendo Downloads.
4: Nintendo um, downloads.
0: Know,
2: uh, downloads.
0: Downloads, downloads, downloads. Um, I know we got some cr- criticism for our uh, sped-up rendition of the press release, which kind of was a cool idea and concept and then it just was kinda of shitty and we tried to come up with some kind of backup plan, but Nate didn't want to sing for everyone. I did no, no I, so. did. I, I, I did. I recorded
1: it. I didn't everybody I recorded me singing, Neil. I have it. I auto tuned I know. It. <laughs> you didn't put it in. <laughs> oh I know. I do, I know. As as much Fun. of a fool as I am making on myself just Playing doing a video games podcast. I don't need to add to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, fuck you. We're cool. Oh, that's right. Um,
1: Triple
2: to yeah, so do The code monkeys limited five hundred points. Features javelin. That's all I got.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, oh my so god. There are four. We're gonna, what we're gonna do with the downloads right now is just go through them, take time to talk about games that look interesting. And just read you off the details and do it very, very quick.
1: Hey Neil, riddle me this. How many things. objects am I going to list? Just just tell me how many objects. Javelin, discus, shot put, and hammer. How many was that?
0: That sounds like four.
1: So it's triple throwing sports.
0: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's the first game on WeWare, uh, from the Code Monkeys Limited, five hundred points. Features javelin, discus, shot put and hammer. That is four things.
4: Maybe what you the throw
2: fuck
1: we have three times.
0: Yeah, I, I maybe.
1: I think quadruple would be really wouldn't hit it off with their market.
0: Yeah, then no, they should have just like cut hammer out. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Nobody idea. cares it's about the, the fucking the hammer. Yeah.
0: Um. Also, we wear. We got the very hungry caterpillars ABCs from Cyber Co. Limited. Eight hundred points. Um. You know that book that you made? That's exactly
2: you what I thought of. Mm-hmm.
0: That that is exactly what this is. Um. It's like a learning game. I guess that's cool for kids. Uh. Next up, we got Target Toss. Pro Lawn Darts um, from Incredible Technologies in End space for 700 points. 700. It's more variations yeah. on Lawn Darts. Um, I know the Target Toss Pro games are very popular arcade machines in certain areas of the world. Hmm. And I know the WiiWare ports of the other ones have been kind of good. So that's cool. Um, lastly, for WiiWare, we got Astro Bugs Z- Z- Revenge from Sudden Games, 700 points. Col- it's a color-matching puzzle game.
1: Oh, That's you know, that. I haven't played many of those.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I played huh. too many to fucking count. On <laughs> DSIWare, first on the list, we got Nintendo countdown calendar for two hundred points. You can program upcoming events. Too bad it wasn't on the fucking system already.
1: So, <laughs> well, look at it this built way. In, when just you built have in off the, the announcement fan. of the it three DS. You can count down down towards that announcement.
2: Yeah. Right? I mean, I guess yeah. Neil, you could buy this and then have it count down till the launch of the 3ds. Ooh, what if it gives yeah, you the date? counting
0: down to March. Dude, how cool would it be if the 3ds came out on my birthday? Because it's in March.
2: Oh my gosh, but that would be anyway, divine intervention.
0: That, that would be the best. I'll have to see what it is. Your I parents
2: know, would have, have to buy out. you one then. I hope
1: it yeah, comes yeah, out on my birthday. It. January.
4: It
0: yeah, probably
1: won't.
0: <laughs> be, sorry. <laughs> All right, we got Go Series ten second run from GameBridge 200 points. Uh, it's a little platforming title featuring a stick man and 50 levels. Might be kind of cool.
3: Kind of like N-plus, uh, that...
1: maybe? What is this, 50 levels 10 seconds each?
0: Maybe, I guess. I mean, it seems like a really short game. Like, what is it?
1: Two and a half hours. I'm
2: sure, yeah. It's probably a time so it'll drop be like kind of the, thing.
0: It will be like the same <laughs> length as Batman Brave and the Bold, except for it won't be as cool because it won't have <laughs> cool animation and fun <laughs> gameplay. Um, and I'm sure Stickman can't call fish. Everyday soccer Every day. from Axis Games. Uh, it's 500 points. It's a soccer game, and uh, it uses DS Download Play to play uh, one one v one. I feel like this might be in some way related to the, uh, the like, what is it, like the River City Soccer game that came out on DS because that was also by Axis, I think. Well, maybe it was based on like the Cuneo series, like the Super Dodgeball and River City Ransom.
1: Why would they um, make another one? I don't one?
0: know. Yeah.
2: This is the more generic version. Yes, huh.
0: it's every day though. Um, DSIware. We also got Xenonia from Game Evil USA. Gameville. Eight hundred points. It's like Game Zelda. Film.
3: It's like Zelda, basically, right? But shit. It's an
0: RPG with anime visuals and different classes. I think it's more of like a classic, like turn-based RPG. No, it's it's not. Right. It's not no, turn-based.
1: No, it's, oh, it's a real-time oh, action RPG. Oh. So it's RPG. one of those
0: wrong things of like RPGs. Like how people call Zelda an RPG when I don't really consider it. Well, no, that. this has
1: leveling up in skill trees. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I-, I played it Diablo? on the iPhone. It's more, it's more akin to Diablo with Zelda visuals, but it's I'm a there. bad game. Oh, okay. Oh. I was going to so say, that, that actually
0: sounds really good.
1: No, no, no. But... It's, it's extremely repetitive. It feels like they just went down a list, uh, and Gameville does this a lot, by the way. They just go down a list. What does an RPG need? and then they just make sure they have some amount of that in the game. And then that's good enough. Lots of ellipses it, it in the script. Tons. It doesn't have to be fun. It just has to be there. And that that is <laughs> yeah. their, like, standard. Hey, you know, Pretty why fast, haven't standard. they released Diablo on DS? I would buy that.
2: It's a perfect, that would be perfect really platform awesome. for Diablo. Because they're
3: too busy. Because Blizzard uh, doesn't make... make console games or handheld yeah. games. Yeah, that's true. Star Starcraft 64! 64. 64, Starcraft 64! Yeah. yeah. Maybe, uh...
2: <laughs> Maybe Gameloft will make a Diablo clone. Yeah,
3: didn't uh, Diablo there. come out on the PlayStation 1, I think? It yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, Zach, It seems Game kind Loft? of bizarre in retrospect.
1: Gameloft already did make a Diablo clone. It's called Dungeon Hunter.
2: Wow, really? Probably on yeah. Maybe I doing. should buy
1: that. No, it's not on DSiWare yet. It's on the iPhone, which means it'll probably come oh. to the DSiWare. Yeah, it'll,
2: it'll be there eventually. it will
0: be four times the price.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, last for DSiWare, we got... Fizz from DK Games. It's 200 points. It's a puzzle game involving creating rings of energy. That Fizz, um, I guess. That sounds nice. pretty meta. Yeah, and we got Virtual Console. We actually had a game, Arrow the Acrobat 2 for 800 points from Sunsoft on the Super Jeez. Nintendo.
4: Yay.
1: Another Sunsoft so that's game.
0: Cool. Yeah, and that's it for newscast number 27. Um,. But before we go, let's mention one more time, we are doing a Shantae Risky's Revenge Game Club.
4: Woo. The game
0: comes out on October 4th, this upcoming Monday. Um, pick up the game. For Get your $1,200, 1,200 Wii
2: points ready.
0: Yes, uh, we got 1,200 Wii points, to, or Nintendo DSi points. Oh my god, it's $12? Buy. Yeah, well, it's the full yeah, game originally. They, gonna they episodic, were going to
2: put it yeah. out in episodes. It's but twelve dollars. It's the
0: most expensive DSiWare game to date, but also probably one of the most anticipated. Oh, no, I'm still, gonna the... I,
1: I'm still going to buy it. Cave Story was. I'm still going to buy it. They have me by the balls, but. Yeah. Twelve dollars. <laughs> wow. Okay.
2: No, no, I, I hear you. I think, I think it's a little it, overpriced. But I you know don't what? I like the twelve dollars price I like point. Them.
0: I wish it was ten.
2: Yeah. But it's round.
4: Yes. Exactly. Yeah, ten
2: dollars makes more sense. So what am I going to do but...
1: with the change after that? Game Loft. No. By Mighty
2: Clip Champs. Oh.
1: Crystal Monsters. Is that... How and much is that? I'm do.
0: That is 800 points. By well... Points. Maybe
1: that's why yeah. it's 1,200 points. That might be it, but which, then uh, I'm which buying Which notebook it. colors
3: do you not have yet? Which what? What? Which notebook colors don't you have yet? <laughs> oh, you're
1: right. No, actually, I'm waiting for them to come out with crap brown so it matches my uh, DSi XL.
3: Oh, well... I'm holding out. It'll that come. It'll come. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Um. That's it for this episode. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a review. We, uh, we like it when people review us.
1: You, um, you know what? I looked at my review of uh, the newscast that I left a long time ago, and I said you guys should leave it at three hosts.
4: So get the <laughs> fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I'm, that means you got to go, fired, Neil. You're
0: fired, Zach.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. Uh,
0: no, I, I, I like how we are. Now, I hope everyone else does too. If if you agree or disagree, you can email us at newscast at Nintendo dot com. Um Yeah. Uh, and also if you want to email your thoughts about Shantae to Newscast at Nintendo dot com or or we will uh or if not, we will create a forum thread. Um either way. Yes. We're just gonna create a forum thread for Shantae for this game club discussion. Hmm. So uh yeah.
4: Email, hey, you know what? You know subscribe. what? Mm-hmm. There's going to the be game.
2: a virtual console for Game Boy games on the 3DS. Maybe we'll get the original. Ooh.
4: Maybe. Ooh, yeah, I
2: Game
0: Boy mean. Color games.
2: Hell yeah.
1: Exciting Ooh. prospect.
0: I I actually think that would probably happen. Hell yeah. Because I, I know that way forward... I mean, because what, did Capcom publish that originally?
2: Yes. Well, let's be I honest have there, feeling,
0: like... I have a feeling Capcom, Way Forward, and Nintendo could work something out to get Shantae on...
3: Let's be honest here. When you when you look at the the amount of games on Game Boy and Game Boy Color that are quality, I mean, you're looking at like yeah. you're looking at like three to five percent of the entire library. Like you've got Pocahontas,
1: You've got Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> yeah. And you,
3: and you got Pokemon. These are no no no. All... You got you got Kid Dracula. Kid Dracula. And that
1: so Backstreet guess, Boys game. Oh come on, what I'm Link's Awakening.
3: Either the, Dude, the the releases are going to be it. either the releases are going to be complete crap most of the time, or they're going to actually take the time and put out the games that people want to play. So That's true. Yeah. if they do the It'll latter, be a mix of both. which is no guarantee because we've seen the state of Virtual Console now anyway. But for a while there, they did a really really great job with the service. So mm-hmm. no, I mean even looking at Virtual
0: Console now, even even though they release you know one to two games every month or two or whatever, from like stream we've been on a good streak lately where we've had like a, a game a, a game every episode of newscast which is good from
1: yeah. um, sunsoft Well, we also do when, bi-weekly episodes so
0: yeah well that's why it's every two weeks but um but even still i mean if you look at what's on virtual console it's fucking incredible it's like a it's like a, a museum for the for like 19 85 to 2000, pretty much. I, ad- I admit I did it just buy not... Kirby's
2: Dreamland 3.
0: I will probably be buying Yoshi's Story because I think it won. Uh, radio oh, it's gonna win retroactive. If it I didn't know it already... already, it's gonna. All ah. I think it ends. Shit. I was uh, hoping this will for not be going battle. out by the time it's over. I'm pretty sure uh, Yoshi's Story is gonna win. But yeah, I think we'll three
1: people voted is, uh... for Ogre's Battle. No, 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 no. We had, or maybe the bars were just close, but when I look, We'll talk
0: about this post-show, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good games on there. Of course, they're missing a lot of, like, you know, there's not that many N64 games, Yoshi's Island isn't there, stuff like that, but there's still a shit-ton of good games on Virtual Console. Oh, yeah. A lot of imports, stuff like that. Like, it, it, I would, I wouldn't call it, you know, a thrilling success, but I would call Virtual Console a success in some regard.
2: It's certainly oh, yeah. been a good experiment, and it'll be something to build on for the virtual Game Boy.
0: Exactly. And um, odds are, uh, let, let's let's make bold predictions now. Do you guys think Game Boy Advance games will ever come to virtual handheld? Yes. Oh, if so, yeah, when?
3: Absolutely. When? When? Launch day. Yeah. Well, no. launch day, launch day, uh, launch day of, of the service, not necessarily the system. I'm How? not going to say the virtual console for handheld will be... I'm not going to say the virtual handheld will be be on I'm going to say it will
0: be announced at GDC 2012 at Game Boy Advance Games. Well, hold on.
1: And one of the first games will be Advance Wars. That's
0: my prediction. I'm going to lay it down right now.
2: Uh, Well, is there going to be another download cap for these virtual Game Boy games and WiiWare or 3DSware
1: games? I hope
4: not.
2: Because that could I mean, affect Game Boy Advance games. No, no, it?
1: no. But Nintendo yeah. doesn't limit virtual console games, does it? I mean, like, they're not going to release, release Octopus. Well, I think it's Time also, like, it's they're not going to
0: be that huge.
1: No, they're tiny like, files. Like, there is a oh. limit
0: on how. Like, uh, the biggest games you'll have are going to be N64 games, which are still, still pale in comparison. To game Boy
2: That's true. Games. They're much bigger mm. than a Game Boy Advance game. What am I talking about? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I would like uh, to see Game Boy Advance games on there because there are a lot yeah. that I haven't played that I'd like to play. Huh.
0: Well, we've rambled on we've for a while. We've got a, a show
1: ending. ending. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's the end of the show, guys. Bye. Oh, bye. bye. Email. Subscribe. Bye.
2: Bye. Tate club, bye. Shantae. Bye. 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 bye.
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna clip it before you uh, said that, Zach. And I'm pressing
2: stop.
3: Hello, and welcome to NWR Newscast Post Game. Uh, This is a little segment that we're going to throw on after the show, mainly because it has no real relevance to. Uh, newscast at all, or even really NWR, because it's not really related to Nintendo, or even the uh, video
1: gaming world at large.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> sort of a, it's sort of a tiny little game that I've started playing today um, after hearing about it for the last couple of weeks or so, and uh, it turns out that Nathan not only has been playing it as well, but He's talked about it on the show before and apparently didn't even pay attention. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Z- Z- Zach and Neil have, have bid us farewell, and it's just going to be the two of us for for this segment. Yeah, they but,
1: they booked out of here once they heard what we were talking about.
3: Yeah, so we're, we're going to be talking about a little game called, called Minecraft, and uh, you may have seen it. It's been on Penny Arcade. Uh, some other podcasts have been talking about it lately. I myself heard about it on the Joystick podcast uh, where uh, Justin McElroy... Uh, Really funny dude. He, uh, he he talked about the game for about a good 15 minutes or so on the Joystick Podcast. He did. And I, and I was so fascinated by by his description of the game that I went out and picked it up uh, almost as soon as I had heard it. I hadn't really had a chance to play it, though, until today. And I've just been addicted to this game uh, for the last five or, or six hours. I had to pry myself away <laughs> from the game to, just to record the show tonight. I've been uh,
1: addicted for about five or six weeks.
3: Yeah, so... Uh, Nathan, why don't you tell me how you heard about this game?
1: Um, jeez, how did I hear about it? I think I actually heard it mentioned on the Joystick Podcast way back oh, really? when. Yeah, okay. but I, I think they kind of looked at the game, uh, kind of glanced at it and said, eh, whatever. And I I thought it sounded cool, so I went and looked it up, and, um, turns out, frickin' awesome game. And, uh, it totally took me so- by surprise, as I'm sure it did with you.
3: Because... Yeah, I... I really didn't know what I was doing when I first booted it up. Like, I ran around just, like, beating up on (laughs) on cows for, like, um... Hold on a sec. Hold on. My wife is writing a note to me. Andy, get
1: out of the house. You have ten minutes.
3: Okay. My wife was over-listening to our podcast and was concerned that I had not actually said the name Minecraft yet. (laughs) <laughs> uh but i have we have thanks. said minecraft Th- thanks editor we can edit we can edit all this all this out <laughs> oh it's
1: staying in this is post game. <laughs> oh
3: fantastic okay anyway uh so i guess i'll, I'll just kind of like go over I'll, I'll kind of describe the the game the same way that justin did on that podcast sure to save you all the listen or save you all you l- listeners the trouble of going to listen to it yourself do you want me to do um, it i've evangelized this game Oh, sure, Countless times.
1: Okay, yeah, so Minecraft is a world comprised entirely of large block segments. Um, There's a fixed amount of blocks in the world, and if you want to build anything with these blocks, you have to first tear them down. And tearing them down requires the making of tools, thus the crafting in Minecraft. So essentially what you're trying to do is build cool things, like a castle or a bridge, just whatever you feel like making, and you're doing that by taking blocks from existing places in the world, maybe modifying them, and then replacing them into the world. So it's almost like you have a giant set of Legos that's already set up, and you're tearing pieces down and building it back up again how you desire. And a big component... But...
3: Go ahead. I was going to say, one of the really compelling things about, about that gameplay mechanic is that you're doing it in a in a living, breathing world that kind of resembles, like, a WoW environment. You uh, are, like but... You've got, you've got an ocean, you've got a forest, you've got a mountain, you've got a beach.
1: Yeah, we should be clear that it's not an MMO that you can play at multiplayer. Um, it's mostly based on surviving in this world. You're just thrown into a giant, randomized world, and usually randomized worlds are just god-awful ugly or made out of clear-cut segments. This is... I don't know how he wrote the programming for this, but the environments Gorgeous. managed to look... Not really natural, but you know, within that world they look plausible and they are gorgeous. You know, yeah, it's
3: just it's breathtaking. It's it's all these little Lego block-like segments, but the scenery right. is breathtaking.
1: Right. And so what happens is like as you take these block down, if I if I take down like a piece of wood from a tree, I can split that into planks and further split it into sticks. And out of those components, I can make in an in-game menu, um. A pick or a torch using sticks and coal, and all these items. Yeah. Yeah, you can make a sword. You can make armor. You can make ladders, so you can, you know, like feasibly build a tower and climb up it, or build a mine shaft and take the ladder down. You can build mine tracks. You can build mine carts. You can even build a computer.
3: Yeah, they have circuitry uh, yes. torches that I, I've seen. I haven't played with that part of the game really I'm, at all yet. Cause I'm, I'm working not that on far a calculator
1: it, but... right now, so
3: we we'll oh, see how that rolls wow. Oh, Yeah. I made... I need to bust out my old computer science textbook and figure that out. I made
1: a calculator in a Little Big Planet PSP, and right as I got to the very final stages, the physics started messing up because I had too much going on, and it was really disappointing. But it seems like it's going to work in Minecraft.
3: I, I can't fathom why it, why it wouldn't. Right.
1: Um, uh, just limitations of uh, the game's engine, maybe. But I don't yeah. think it's taking up that much. I guess my... My calculator had some mechanical p- components in a uh, little big planet PSP, which is why it went bust. But yeah, you could really do a lot in this game.
3: Uh, and one of the really interesting parts about this game is that the game is split into day night segments, kind of similar to the way like Ocarina of Time does it, but a little slower pace than that. Yeah. Just sort of like every twenty minutes or so, it'll it'll swap from from day to night. Uh, and at night the bad guys come out, and right. at the start of the game, you can't do anything to fight these bad guys. I've been playing the game for several hours now, and there's still yeah. only very little that I can do to prevent At the start of the game, myself. you were so weak. Yeah, and the bad guys only come out at night, so basically the game is split into like 20 minutes of having fun, sort of sort of tearing down the environment, and, and constructing maybe a shelter, or maybe, you know, uh, some sticks, some weapons. And then it's split into 20 minutes of absolute terror because you're running for your life trying desperately not to get killed by zombies or giant spiders. Or... Exploding zombies. Yeah, those are awesome. Oh, my
1: God. Which, by the way, you can get gunpowder from.
3: Ooh. And build TNT. I did not know that.
1: Uh-huh. Very interesting. Yeah.
3: Now, one of the things about this game that sort of kind of immediately set off uh, um, maybe like an alert in my brain was that this game in its current state, which by the way is alpha, uh, it's very early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unplayable without the wiki that I found online <laughs> yeah. to go along with without it. Without a wiki there's to tell no, you, yeah. there's no menu for what you can build. There's no like in-game tutorial. There's mm-hmm. no. There's no, nothing that says okay. It's true. If you put two sticks together, you're gonna you're gonna get a torch. If you put some sticks with some coal. You'll get a torch or, you know, whatever. It, the, all of the crafting in the game is based on recipes. Yes. And none of the recipes are included with the purchase of the game. So.
1: Some of them kind of make sense, and I actually happened upon them, like, accidentally or through logic. Mm-hmm. Like, I figured out how to build a door just based on, well, this is how the game works. Maybe this will make a door. And it worked. But, yeah, I see where you're coming from. And, actually, the first day is really hard. Or, actually, the first night. It's so hard yeah. to survive because you don't know what to do. But that's... Yeah. That's some of the fun of it, you know,
3: it's figuring it so, yeah, out. It's sort of, it's almost like it's got a little bit of survival horror element It going does,
1: on. Yeah, it does.
3: I mean, if you die, really all you do is just respawn, but you lose all the, everything you're carrying on hand, which means Although very you, early you on. Although you can go you, back and find it. You can find all uh, everything or most of the things? Everything. I haven't, okay. Everything, everything will be everything there, some
1: of it scatters kind of far away. The only time when it won't come back is if you fall in lava.
3: Okay, I haven't found any lava yet. I haven't gotten quite that far underground. Right. Um, but you'll find that one of the things you want to do early on is actually build a chest, because then you can put all of your goodies in your chest.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and keep you want out to, of harm's way. Yeah, you you want to start off the first day basically building a small house. Inside, you put torches. So you just enclose yourself in a small area, because monsters can spawn wherever there's darkness. Yes. So if you make a well-lit small area, monsters can't spawn inside of there. And when the sun comes up, the monsters should burn up and disappear in your safe. Although I've noticed they will, some stick will, around. The
3: monsters will come into a lighted area from elsewhere. Yeah,
1: they're, not, yeah, they're not affected by light Um, They just won't start alive. where there's light. Exactly. Which is why I was suggesting to you that you build a walled-in sort of perimeter that the monsters can't get through and light the entire mm-hmm. interior, which is the way to go.
3: Yeah, that's pretty much what I've done. So my my experience with the game, I... I booted up a level and kind of just dicked around for a good two to three days. I wasn't really sure what I was doing, and I had I, I had figured out that I needed to build two to three a, in-game days. You should yes, clarify. not actual days. <laughs> I, I kind of figured out that I needed to buy a, or build a, a workbench fairly early on, or mm-hmm. you can't do most anything else because no,
1: you're gonna you, need a pick. So you,
3: you can you can craft on a two by two grid in your inventory screen which basically means you can craft using, you know, four four spaces. But almost all the recipes require more than that. So right. one of the first things you have to do is you have to build yourself a workbench. And sort of, I, I kind of dug a hole into the side of this little seaside hill by, by the ocean and put my workbench in there. And that's and, a great uh, choice
1: early game because you can't get zombies walking in the water towards you.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... After I did that, then eventually I built a furnace there. One of the things I didn't realize early on was that I could take the uh, the blocks of wood and stone that I was digging up and actually use those as building blocks for my shelter. That took oh, yeah. me a lot longer than it should have to figure oh, out. Oh, yeah.
1: So every block you pick up, essentially, um, you can place back down in the world and make mm-hmm. walls or anything you know yeah. you care to.
3: I actually... I, I waited. I, I waited so long to figure that out that I was building a house out of brick before I realized <laughs> oh, I, could, I could have built it with something else. And brick requires finding like five or six different other ingredients in the natural world oh, yeah. before you can get brick. You have to. Uh, you went you the to find hard stone. way, man. You have to build a stone furnace first. You have to. You have to mine coal. You have to get um or or a stick. You can use a stick to light the furnace as well. Yes, you can. And then you have to. Well, you can also this.
1: use planks, and they last longer.
3: Okay. okay. F Y I. You can also then you have to go find clay, which is sort of not super easy to find. It's it's by water, but it's in kind of yeah. it's, in, it's in chunks, kind of far apart from each other. You you can
1: find uh, it frequently, but it, it's often in small pockets.
3: Yeah. So anyway, that, that's probably you know as much as we need to describe the basic principle of the game. Right. I guess I'm just really blown away by how. Uh, I don't know. This the this, the very idea of it is is super flexible. It is you can apply this to so many. It's it's kind of like it's it's very much a sandbox, mm-hmm. which in the sandbox games don't even really appeal to me that often. I'm not like a GTA fan by any means. Nor am I. I actually. generally feel yeah. like I need more direction than I, than you know, than most sandbox games will give me. But mm-hmm. there's just so many. Cool things to see in this world that they've given me that I just want to explore it all, but right. but I can't explore yet because i've got, I've got, I've got Cause to you got build armor up. For and myself. even i've got to,
1: yeah even yeah. once you've got your system down, you can't venture all that far without it turning into night you know so and you've got to
3: have weapons and armor on or you screwed you've got to
1: and even sometimes then you will still be screwed mm-hmm. so you've got to keep enough stuff with you so you can build like a Temporary a fort shelter. if you will, and actually if you go to my main uh, hub and stand on top of my tower, and look around. You will see little guard posts on every mountain that oh, I awesome. that I can see. Of course, the game world extends essentially forever. Um, I'm sure there's some theoretical limit somewhere, but you can just keep going. And uh, so I've covered a very small area of.
3: I assumed it was it was it was circular. I, I figured if I kept no. going, eventually I would come back on. Where I'd already been, but you're telling me no, I no, no. keep going indefinitely. There is an
1: amazing more, more YouTube video uh, called, like, Flying Through Minecraft or something, where someone's put, like, a fly command on the character, so it just zips through the, uh, the world, and they just fly in a straight line for almost ten minutes, and it doesn't even end. Wow. They just fade it out.
3: That's incredible. And you,
1: as you're flying through, you see these crazy things, like, giant floating islands in the sky, or you'll see huge overhanging cliffs and lava, waterfalls, stuff like that. God,
3: yeah. It... If, you, if you're interested in this game, here's here's what I would suggest. I would suggest going and, like, watching a YouTube video on the basic mechanics of the game to get mm-hmm. an idea of what the game plays like. And then I would, there, there's a trailer out there. I saw it on Kotaku. You can probably just Google Minecraft Kotaku and then the phrase, This is Minecraft.
1: Yeah, so or you can just go most. straight to YouTube and type in "This is Minecraft," and that, it'll pop up.
3: That game, that that trailer gives you an idea of what is possible in the game. And There's I also a free-to-play mode. Um, like I just couldn't believe what I was looking at when I was watching that trailer, based on what I had played so far. Because I think you have to have a little bit of context to really get to really process, the yeah, what's going yeah. on. Because otherwise, it just looks like a Lego RPG. Uh, right,
1: and I think um, a a comparison we should make, or rather, you know, a, a con- contrast we should make is uh, with Little Big Planet. A lot of people have pointed towards that and gone, "Oh, it's it's like Little Big Planet." It's not. I found that the creation mode in Little Big Planet was not enjoyable for me, other than like the ultimate goal of like, "Oh, someday I'll have a calculator." But the mechanics of it are very much like a menu. Minecraft you're you're playing yeah. the whole thing.
3: You're playing the you're playing the creation mode. That is that's right. the game. The game is And you're
1: having mode. to worry about your survival, you know. So there is that added element yeah. of there's actually a mechanic in here that I have to worry about that that will affect how I build things.
3: Mhm. Uh how's, so, yeah. how's the performance on your end? I've noticed that like the game on my end performs pretty well for the most part, but every minute or two it like chugs. What you
1: what you might want to do is go mess with some of the settings. I don't know what kind of rig you're playing on. Um, I'm playing on, a, on, I'm on, pl- a,
3: on an entry-level but fairly recent MacBook.
1: Okay. Which I uh, That's think probably similar to specs to my little HP laptop. And I have to turn it down a little bit. And the reason is, is because of how much of the world it's rendering. So you're not looking at the whole world, but it renders a large that... square of it.
3: Yeah, what I found is that it doesn't seem to matter what setting I have it on; it runs the same, really? which is fine most of the time, and then occasionally it chugs.
1: Well, I I it, I Googled it doesn't do it that, that on they were my having
3: problems with the. Uh... Sorry, go ahead.
1: It doesn't do that on my desktop computer, which is considerably more powerful. But we also have to consider that the game is an alpha.
3: Yeah, that's kind of my thought. Then again, I'm kind of wondering exactly how the uh, the the server structure works because I know that. You connect to the server when you start playing, but I'm playing mm-hmm. offline, so it's I don't mostly know an exactly. authentication.
1: It's an authentication kind okay. of deal, and it will. It I I do think it backs up your saves somewhere. It maybe not. Um, for well, sure, I, I, I it lets you sync your character. I, I have, I, I, I so I have a custom both, character. Um, go ahead.
3: Sorry, go ahead.
1: Okay, yeah. So I yeah, if you play it on two computers, you won't see your save file show up somewhere else. Um, That's correct, but it does sync stuff like your custom character. So I made a, a guy that looks like me, basically blue jeans and a black T-shirt with a beard, and H- how that, do you do that isn't. Uh, you have to download like a uh, a skin editing program. I think there's a Google version. Okay. I'll show you a link to it. Um, crazy. I later know on, you can do that. but yeah, it's it's really easy. It's just like a a little paint interface, and you just paint like front face front body, front legs.
3: When yeah. do you ever see your character? Just in multiplayer when other people see it?
1: In multiplayer and whenever you bring up your inventory, you can see your character standing okay. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
3: So, Mostly yeah, multiplayer. I, I'm loving this game. And I'm kind of hoping that someone out there who listens to the podcast will uh be interested in playing it in multiplayer because I, I think this could be a fantastic multiplayer experience, but it's sort of a long-term It, it project, most definitely, right? yeah, there. it's
1: most definitely a fun multiplayer game. Uh, I've got some buddies that I've been playing with for the past few weeks, and it is just, you know, we sit down, you know, we also play Civ 5, but we play a bunch of Minecraft, and we've got this world we're working on. And it's really fun. We've made, like, a great wall kind of deal. And actually, in multiplayer, zomb- zombies don't spawn yet. I think some servers have it to where you can set up so that zombies spawn. But our server that we're running has no zombies, so right now we're just free to run around with impunity and build whatever we want, even during the night. So, but we've constructed sort of a fortress, so that when zombies do spawn, they'll be nowhere near us, and actually that's a major convenience to uh, have at the start of the game. And, uh Absolutely. yeah, it's just fun getting together and just building stuff, you know, and like, I like when games take out the whole competitive element, you know, it, I tend not to like games where I'm directly competing against my friends in the same room. I get a little aggravated and, you know, tension rises and you end up getting pissed at the other guy, but, you know, this is a purely cooperative effort and, Mm -hmm. like, we have made a a mine that goes all the way down to the core of the earth and we have a sprawling cave network inside of it and, uh, like, giant rooms just for storage. And a quarry.
3: That's so incredible.
1: And you're actually able to build yeah, signs. I... So we've built signs that direct you around the mines so we never get lost. And So yeah. can I
3: do multiplayer with you in that world, or is it tied to the yes, two Yes, you accounts can. No, that...
1: no, no, no. Okay. It's, it's tied to the server. So my friend has all the server files on his computer, so if he's playing and he's running his server, you can just join up and it will create a file for you inside of a server. Okay. So that whenever you come back, you'll have whatever items you had in that specific game world with you when you come back. Sure. I'm kind of
3: curious to see. Like, I know you can play the game in your browser, or you can download Mm -hmm. the the executable, which I have. You can download a client. So I'm curious if my save games are going to be there if I try to play in the browser now.
1: I think they will be.
3: Okay, okay.
1: I um, I have been playing
3: on two different on two different computers and I have had to copy my save game. I tested back and forth I and tested
1: a that a while back. I don't remember the result. But cool. Yeah, anyways, did you have any like sort of you're just starting up. So do you have any kind of odd yeah. questions or how-to's kind of deals?
3: I guess I'm still I'm still struggling on like how to get some of the uh some of the materials, but it's kind of coming together mm-hmm. slowly for me. Like I I, I, I'm finding that in order to get coal, you just have to dig underneath or around uh, stone, but it seems to be a little bit further underground. Uh, okay, so the way the to
1: get the way to get coal is primarily there is a lot under the surface, and you can find it once you get a quarry going. So basically, mm-hmm. you dig a mine shaft down probably about six or seven blocks, and then just start digging out from that, okay. and you know place torches intermittently so you don't have any dark in there. And you'll hit coal, but a quicker way is probably, short term, you want to run around the surface and look at the cliff sides, there's a ton of coal in them.
3: Okay, in the cliff sides, right on. Mm-hmm.
1: In, in cliff sides, uh, yeah. That's actually where you find a, a bunch of coal, and sometimes iron.
3: Is there any way to explore the, the bottom of the ocean?
1: Um, I don't know.
3: Yeah, I have I'm seen people curious. do it i've seen people that it have like underwater structures
1: under there. Wow there's stuff beneath oh. the ocean,
3: but okay. i don't
1: know about okay. like I have made a uh I made a cave and I was trying to extend it to an island and um I kind of misjudged the depth of the ocean floor and at some point so I realized threw...
3: that I... You... You flooded yeah, I killed your myself mhm nice,
1: yeah, it Fantastic. was horrible. It a train wreck, but you know so it the was guy, fun.
3: If if, 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 the game the game world has a lot of um, built-in caverns. Like the, you you can you you'll you want to mine your own caverns to a certain extent, but there's there are a fair number of built-in ones. And is there any way to carry yeah. light with you, or do you have to just bring torches to? Uh, Currently, you have the to bring torches
1: and put them on the wall as you go, and I think that's something okay. they're going to fix in the future, or it's definitely something they should fix because yeah, that is a pain. Um yeah it's at the same time chain. at the same time if you're exploring a cavern and you have to drop uh torches to explore it serves as a little uh breadcrumb trail <clears throat> so it helps you from getting lost you'll be able to find I've your way back I gotten
3: lost in caverns several several times Oh it's where, so like, easy and, then, there, and it's so dark
1: It's dark like, there I'm might sure be like some water flowing around and there might be
3: zombies Yeah I played it on two no, yeah. computers, and on one of them, when it was dark out, I could still kind of see around, but on my, on my MacBook, mm-hmm. when it was dark out, I couldn't see anything. It's just
1: pitch black? Pitch, yeah.
3: Pitch black. Oh, yeah. Like I've had that while, problem you sometimes. See a little bit of a, you you can see a hint, but, but for the most part, it's, it's super dark. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, now I I, I just got my house completed. I'm still kind of mm-hmm. shaping the inside a little bit, and kind of setting it up the way I want, but I, I'm trying to figure out what my next immediate goal should be, Your now next that move. I've got... So yeah, here's now that I, where. Now that I've got shelter.
1: Yeah, here's where you find out, like, if you're really into Minecraft or not, because this is when, like, does building stuff sound fun to you kicks in? Because that's what you're just gonna yeah. be doing, you know? So what I did when I first, uh, like, after I got my initial house set up, I, I built that, uh, sort of walled in area. Yeah. It sounds like you're up against the ocean, so that's not really, a... Thing you can do. I'm, on,
3: I'm I'm kind of on a on like a yeah I'm, on like a seaside shore. Like I'm not that cl- I'm not like right up against the ocean, but I'm just sort of like yeah. I'm built into a hill. Like I, I have a little hobbit hole basically.
1: Yeah. So like, kind of a fun thing to do is beach. um, building a tower. If you're not, if you're gonna make your house like in a flat area, and you're not, like building into a mountain, which I did once, and it's actually pretty cool to do. Um, just start digging down build ladders and bring a bunch of torches, make yourself a little quarry and start digging outwards. And then you'll get a bunch of minerals and useful things. But while you're doing that, you'll get a bunch of stone. So what to do with that stone, I built a tower. And, you know, so you have something to build up while you're tearing down a quarry and finding iron. So maybe you can make some buckets or mine tracks or something like that. And then just build a nice little tower. And then what that gives you is the ability to climb up towards the top and sort of scout out without having to, you know, while you're still somewhat vulnerable. You don't have to venture out that far at night to see kind of what's around you. Sure. You don't have to worry about getting Absolutely. caught at night. Yeah. So just I make think, yourself I a nice little to, lookout.
3: Uh, I, I'm definitely going to do that. I think also what I'm going to do is I'm going to remove the, the beach by my front door and just make oh, okay. it into, like, make a little walkway. But aside from that walkway, it's going to be a cliffside out to the okay. ocean which will basically el- eliminate one way that monsters can-, can get to my uh to my front door. They'll only have yeah. One you path always
1: in. you always want to keep monsters away from your actual structure, because if an exploder is kind of near you and he sees you, he will explode. Even if, you know, like, maybe you're on the other side of a door, he will still explode. And you're screwed, because it and blows really, up.
3: And it'll ru- it'll ruin your house. It'll, it'll ruin just, your, house, yeah. your house. Yeah, like stone there, is is there a little a little more resistant a
1: little uh, Yeah.
3: Yeah, and brick's pretty strong, isn't it? Because my walls are mm-hmm. brick. Yeah, materials uh, do my, make a difference. But my, but my roof is stone. My my, my roof so is like, stone because I, I realized halfway through my brick house that I didn't need to build out of brick, and brick was a pain to make. So, I built my I built my roof is. out of out of stone.
1: So if you want to build um, like a diamond house, it's probably invincible.
3: But, you know. <laughs> here's a question for you. I started up one game and it was snowing, mm-hmm. and it killed my computer like the it on is. It shitty. is random. My little shitty Windows XP laptop. It, now, does that mm-hmm. come and go, or is that into world always going to be snowy? That
1: world will always be snowy. So immediately leave.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I deleted it and I don't I don't care I, for the snowy it levels. Be playable. The
1: snowy level. No, well it um, wouldn't be
3: playable because my computer wouldn't run it. That's
1: oh okay. See, I don't my care for it just I'm, because it. I'm
3: doing it on two computers.
1: It just kind of looks a little more ugly to me. I like yeah, the yeah, vibrant sure. colors of the world, as it is the greens and blues, and that just white it's so depressing, but um I actually, in a snowy world, I made a tunnel, an above ground tunnel, somewhere like an enclosed hallway, just like with a roof, all the way across to an island, and all the while I was just placing uh dirt to make my tunnel, and then putting a torch by me so monsters wouldn't wouldn't spawn. I turned around and I had been building it over a a lake uh, a frozen lake. And the entire walkway had <laughs> melted.
3: Oh God! <laughs> it
1: was like, oh that crap! Sucks. Yeah, so that's when I quit that that's one. Funny.
3: So are there other in, uh, weather environments, or just snow and not no, snow? No,
1: it's uh, snow and not snow. Yeah. Okay. Although I, I'm cool with well, just I, I, not there's so snow.
3: Much, there's so much promise with this. Like, they could really just morph that into like sometimes it rains, sometimes it snows, sometimes yeah, it's super could. hot out.
1: Well, and the environment changes because when when it's in the snow, one benefit is that you can break up the snow that's on top of dirt and make snowballs and use that to fight monsters.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's so that's one small benefit. Yeah, and you can actually make uh, blocks out of snow really easily. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm Mhm. All right. Well, probably about
3: all the all the Minecrafting we have to talk about here on uh. Yeah, we've talked half half an hour hour of Minecraft. Uh, I love it. I'm absolutely in love with this game. It, it costs about 13 bucks. It's a it's in it's in euros on their website, uh, mm-hmm. and it's an alpha. I think when when it goes to beta, they're going to double the price. They're going to up they, the price, but you it's, it's don't have to pay for that. Yeah, it's going to be a half price beta or half price alpha version right now. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get it in at half price, which is about 10 euros, which is about 14 bucks. Uh, I would hop over and and pick it up. I don't think there's a way to try it right now before you buy it. There is. I'm not Um, sure if that's... Oh, there is. Okay, cool.
1: At least when I purchased it, you could just go to the Minecraft website and you could play Minecraft Classic, which just runs in the browser. Um, What that is, is it's essentially the same, except you have infinite blocks and there's no uh, zombies, and so you don't have to worry about your health or anything. You're just running around creating. But that gives you a taste of how the world kind of works
3: sure 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 yeah Alrighty, well minecraft check it out um send us an email if you've played it if you want to play online sometime i would will, I will be down for trying that out yes uh, I'm i up need for... to stop talking about minecraft so i can go back in and start playing minecraft again
1: oh god i've got homework to and do with that it's gonna be rough <laughs>
3: <laughs> well thanks for uh thanks for chatting about minecraft with me and uh it was fun we'll we'll uh be doing this post game occasionally. Leave yeah, have... leave
1: feedback on this if you liked it. This is not something we're planning on doing every week uh by any means, but when the occasion Sometimes does rise.
3: We got stuff to say and it doesn't really fit into the, the context of newscast and we don't really need a fifth podcast on the site or however many we have now, so no. we figure we figure we'd just tack it on here. So Yep. Alrighty, thanks for stopping in and uh listening to us talk incessantly about this little this little game. See ya. We'll see ya we'll see you next time. Bye.